Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 182 of the Classic Gaming Podcast. Today's date is October 9th, 2022. I'm Robert Ring. With me, as always, is Mr. Jay Totoro. Hey, good afternoon. And back again is Josh Nightish, formerly of formerly of IndiePod. I'm back, baby. Back, baby. Let's do this. Josh, I think, I think you are... I think you can now... We can now call you a seasoned veteran of the Classic Gaming Podcast. Ooh, I like it. I'm uh, I'm honored to be here. I love coming here. It's good. It's a good time. We love having you. Um, awesome. Awesome. Anything Anything new with you lately? I mean, Bro. obviously, IndiePod is is as we discussed last time. You guys aren't doing that anymore. Have you uh, filled the gap with anything, or are you just living life? You just living the dream. I'm living the dream, man. I have, uh, it, it's weird. I think I talked about this the last time. It's weird because I have just taken such a, uh, lazy approach at video games now that I feel very much like the people that I talked about of like, you know, the normal person isn't going to know about this and video games and what's oh, going okay. on. And like, I've become that now is <laughs> really? like, I'm such, I'm such a slave to like Xbox game pass. Like that's my like, Oh, oh no. new games. Like <laughs> that's what I know. <laughs> There's obviously I'm still, you know, on Twitter and I see things all the time, but I just, I, I kind of just fell off. Um, I've, I've been thinking about it that I want to get kind of like back into it and do something new. Um, I don't know if it's going to be about games or what it's going to be about. Um, but I, I do have kind of that itch to get back into some sort of medium, whether it's podcasting or something. Who knows? Oh, really? Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but uh, there's like the way my brain works is I'm always like, God, I, I'll, I'll get into something and I'll be like, cool, this is fun. And then I'll do it for a while and I'll be like, I'm done with this. And then I'll just kind of be like, I want time for myself. And then I'll realize I'm like, hmm, I need something to do. And so I just jump to the <laughs> next thing. Um, so I'll, I'll figure out something, but I've been, uh, we talked a little bit about it last time I had just started learning the drums. And so I oh, put right. a lot of oh, time yeah. into that and, and just trying to practice the craft. Um, man, drumming is, uh, it is a love hate relationship for me. I, okay. I am, I very much love playing it and I hate how hard this fucking <laughs> instrument is. Okay, so what's the hardest thing? Is it keeping time or or keeping your limbs independent of one another? I would say limb independence for okay. sure. Time time is okay. Like I I am uh, pretty bad when it comes to like keeping the you know one e and a two e and a three e and a four e and mm -hmm. but I'll do that to learn it and then I'll be like okay I can play it and then I'll I'll kind of play on my own. Um, but the limb independence and specifically to use the hi hat is always pissing me off like usually i'm pretty good on the kit if you don't have to have me constantly lifting my left leg over and over again <laughs> okay but like the minute you include all of the kit into it i'm like fuck why do i keep, I keep like i can't move them at the same time it's so annoying man it's uh it's it's frustrating but i i can play like i could play chop suey from system of a down i'm getting really close to learning geek stink breath by Green Day, uh, I was able to play Everything is Alright by um, Motion City Soundtrack. So, like, I'm getting to a level of what I would call be beginner, like, intermediate beginner, I guess. Okay. Or, <laughs> like, I, I know more than someone who's just going to look at a kit and be like, I'm going to bang things, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's about as far as it goes. You, you have an idea of, like, what you need to 
work on basically. Yeah. 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 I know I need to work better on like sticking and I need to work better on just limb independence and, and just timing of things. Uh, but you know, it's, it's just like endless practice, man. That's, uh, someone, someone told me the other day, they're like, man, that must be so therapeutic because you're just like getting your anger out and doing whatever. And I'm like, kind of, but like, you have to do the same thing like a million times, like that same 10 uh, hits of, you know, the drum of the hi-hat of whatever the cymbals over and over again until you really get it. And that part is almost like more rage inducing half of the time because I'm like, fuck, I know what I got to do. Limbs, just do it. Like, yeah, a lot of the time in, in my personal experience, when people say, oh, that must be therapeutic, you must get a lot of stress out. Like, they're not really right. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> usually, like, like when I used to, uh, like, kickbox and uh, do some Brazilian jiu-jitsu, people would say that. In particular with kickboxing, they'd be like, oh, I bet you get a lot of stress out like that. And I'm like, no, I don't really, I don't really go there. And I'm just like, I'm going to beat the shit out of my training partner today. <laughs> like, with pads, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, some people might, though. <laughs> maybe some people do, but you're a psycho if you do. I mean, yes, those people do exist. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you never know. Normally, but it's, all good, it's not man. the case. Yeah, I, I feel you. But no, it's it's honestly, it's just been a lot of just hanging out and kind of just enjoying the break from everything and trying to learn this new instrument has sucked up a ton of my time. Cool. Well, that's I'm glad that's awesome that you're that you're enjoying. Are you are you enjoying it as much as you expected? Uh, yes. Sounds so, like it. Yeah, I, I would say so. I've wanted to do this ever since I was a young kid, but it's mm -hmm. just drums are loud. And so I finally have my own place. I have an electric kit, like, because my wife would still go nuts if I bought a real one. Uh -huh. um, but it's just, it's it's a lot more accessible now than it was when I was a kid. So awesome. I am uh, very grateful for technology happening. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, I just, I it's, it's a lot of fun, man. Just once you get those grooves and those fills and like actually understand what you're playing. Like once you can just jam out, man, oh, it's yeah. a lot of fun. I'm sure it is. Jay, anything, anything up with you? What's, what's going on? Uh, no, nothing too, too crazy. I'm glad that you're enjoying playing the drums so far. That's uh, I know a handful of people that play the drums as well. And it, uh, they have very similar experience. I'm not much of a music person in terms of like playing, obviously I listen to a lot of music, but, um, I know a decent amount of people that play the drums and they tell me the exact same thing. The mechanics of it are, are super funny too, because exactly what you said, where it's like you tell your body to do one thing, even if you've done it 15 times and you've gone to write three times, the other 12 times you're like, why can't I just do this? I've done yeah. this. Yeah. And even if, you're, even if your brain's fully engaged, it's like such a, such a struggle. It's super funky and it's super interesting how you, you think about like how much control you think you have yeah. and your body is just like, no, no, we got it from here. <laughs> In a comparable, though, those those uh, playing StarCraft, Robert, that was always my biggest thing. Is like my brain would be like, "Okay, do this," and my hands would be like, "I can't do all that at once." Oh, like, really? Like just keep going. Like just keep. It's like, and at a certain point, your brain just like you get overwhelmed. Cause you're like, "I need to do all this at once," and then you just spaz out. And, huh? Yeah. That's that's interesting. I never had that that kind of experience oh, playing StarCraft. But also, I wasn't like as good. Um, <laughs> but that's that's interesting. I never knew that. It's tough. It's tough because you you also, especially if you're learning an instrument or playing a game and trying to get better, you instantly compare yourself with people who you look of at course. as like, you know, those oh, idols sure. or those those people who you've seen do it really well. And you're like, fuck, I will never get there. Like, yeah. uh -huh. like and in some cases you're right. But like you instantly set yourself on a path of being like, well, I give up. 
Right, and then the worst is when you see a video of like a baby, like who's oh, like a yeah. master. Oh my god, drums. that pisses me off so much. <laughs> I've seen so many like five year olds who can play these <laughs> Slipknot songs, and I'm like, what? I give up. Wait, what do you mean? There's no way. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the worst. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, quick, quick story before we get started. This happened the other day, and it was kind of amusing. So I just thought I'd tell you guys about it. Um. The other day I was asking my daughter, you know, how her day at school was <laughs> like, like parents typically do. Yeah. And she goes, um, oh uh, yeah, it was really good. No homo. <laughs> oh no. What? <laughs> oh no. Like, is she trying to say homework? <laughs> you nailed it. That, <laughs> but it, it took me a minute because I was like. <laughs> You know, my mind is like going a hundred places. Because first, I'm like, "What does that mean? What is she? What? What, what does that yeah. mean in this context?" And also, like, is this? Is it okay? Like, I know that's not really like an acceptable thing to say, but but nowadays, usually when people say that, it's not like they're they're saying it like ironically. You know, it's they're, they're saying it because you're not supposed to. It's more of a joke than actually like its original use. So I'm like, "What's well, not? Yeah, I don't know if." if I should say something or what? And then I just realized I was just confused in every way. So I just kind of asked her again. I was like, huh? She was, uh, yeah, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, look yeah, at her. She was saying a long time. She could, yeah, she could tell that <laughs> yeah, I was confused. She was, no homework. No. Homework. <laughs> oh my God. That, that had to be a, probably a little bit of a relief. Kind, I guess. I mean, it wasn't the end of the world if that was what she had really meant, but we're just going to have to kind of figure it out and maybe have a quick little talk. I mean, because she's 13, so she knows what things mean. Evidently, right. just not that. So it wasn't like she was five and just like blindly repeating something yeah. that she heard. Yeah. Um, but so that's why it was more confusing than anything. Because it's like, wh- why is she saying that in this? Like, why why is she saying that right now? Is it? Yeah, it, just... it doesn't make sense in the context. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll give you a comparable. When I when I was a kid, uh, one of the kids got suspended from my school for wearing a uh, shirt with sixty nine on it, and I was like, <laughs> in, I was like twelve. I think I was like in sixth grade or something, and I didn't know what it meant. But of course, you have to act like you know you know what it is, right? Yeah. So yeah. I go home and tell my sister, I'm like, hey, somebody got suspended for this at school today. And she's like, oh, that's so funny. And I was like, yeah, me too. And then like we were like having a conversation about I it. And I was like trying to get her to tell me what it meant because I had no idea what it was. <laughs> and I eventually, I eventually just said something just to like you know try to get her to say the rest of it. And she's like, you don't know what it means, do you? And I was like, yeah, I do. And she's like, then tell me. I'm like, nah, so I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> the next what? day, I asked my friend. He's like, I don't know either. <laughs> Nobody knew. Nobody in my grade knew. That's so great. Do you remember what it is that you said to try to get her to say like probably something awful? I I I have no idea. Like my favorite thing about why that's so funny is Yeah, yeah, that that's the exact verbiage of it too. Like, oh, this is such highbrow humor. Everybody knows this joke, right? Yeah. That's That's great. That that memory of what you said is buried deep, deep, deep down. Yeah, it is. I talk about it to my therapist once a year, so it's always that one thing it's it's interesting was that kid in your grade the one who was suspended no it was a little bit older i think it's like i I think it was junior high i think junior high is when when the generous i got you so i was gonna say like that kid might have got suspended and didn't even know he just had a shirt with 69 on it it was just like this is my favorite number i I grew up in glendale (laughs) arizona which is not a great part too so there was some some definite uh 
tomfoolery, we'll say. It was kind of a shittier area, so. Gotcha. Do you guys remember the Big Johnson t-shirts? No. No, I It was don't. a thing in, like, the, I want to say, like, mid-90s. It was, like, it was just shirts and, like, everyone, like, the only one I remember, it was, like, it just says, like, Big Johnson, and then, like, it had a picture of a guy like laying in a like tent with like just his head sticking out the back and you could see the tent was very tall at one point uh, and oh, then no. his feet were sticking gotcha. out the other and like it was just that joke recycled in many different illustrated forms pretty much that's awesome no i've never seen that one i've seen yeah. the one where it's just the words big and then it's like a picture of a rooster yeah i've seen that as well yeah solid 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 joke i just i just typed in big johnson t-shirt let's see here uh here's one it says, I don't even get, okay, this one, I have no idea what this is. I don't even get this one. All right, let's try a different one. Big Johnson. Big you don't get it. Bit, I don't get this one either. Okay, Dr. Enormous Johnson uh-huh. brand uh-huh. tongue depressors. And it's got the Big Johnson character, and he's just holding a giant tongue depressor. I get it, kind of. Yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> like, I see what direction you're going, but I'm, I don't exactly I'm, get it. I'm not going to act like I get it, because, you know, but... <laughs> right? Yeah, same. Now we're back to square one. Yeah. What do you, you think? You guys so... are going to ask me, like, what does it mean, Jay? I'm just going to leave the podcast and never come back. What's this Rip. one? Josh found one. Big Johnson just here to bang. So he's holding a firework, basically. Just honest. here to bang, baby. People actually buy these. Yeah, like, imagine know, wearing this crazy? shirt. <laughs> You know what's crazy too is this is a twenty six dollar shirt. What? You couldn't oh. pay me twenty six. Oh, it's still. For oh, it's shirt. still. They're, okay, so somebody still sells these. So yeah, yeah. There's is, a there's a website called BigJohnson.com that just oh seemingly God, has very uh, um, adults appropriate type shirts. I just is this found. A thing that, oh, go ahead, Robert. I just. Found, I don't get this one either. I mean, again, I kind of do. Hold on, Robert. I think we're gonna have to have the talk. I think it's time. <laughs> I, I'm sorry if I sound like I'm in the distance. I'm leaning past the microphone to try to because I can only get a tiny picture of the of the image. It's got it says Big Johnson Rescue Squad, and it's got the Big Johnson guy wearing like a firefighting outfit, and oh it says <laughs> something about the hose. No, it says time to spread them. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh my God! I don't get it. <laughs> Oof. I, yeah. I, it's it takes a lot of um, confidence to wear a shirt like this out in public. <laughs> or stupidity. I would say stupidity might be the other part too. Like yeah, yeah. That's maybe ignorance. Ask, is it a thing where it's like adults that are like, haha, this is funny, or is it like parents buying it for their teenagers, like, haha, this is funny? I think it was more like a. I think it was like teenagers are in the mall buying it for themselves. Yeah, okay. I assume it would be more because I only I saw hope, these. I would hope. I only saw them for sale in the mall. So I imagine it was like teenagers, you know, like let loose to do whatever they want in the mall. They found the big Johnson t-shirt. They think it's hilarious. So they're going to buy it and then just be like, oh yeah, I just got a t-shirt and like not really show their parents. I think what was comparable for when I was a teenager was like what people were excited. I did not know about that. I just found the tent one. On there were eBay. a lot of like the skateboarding brands that had like somewhat inappropriate things. You know, like, you know, lightly dressed women or yeah penis references and stuff but i don't remember anything like blatant no clue 
Okay. I don't know. I don't remember my childhood. It's all it's all a blur. <laughs> that that is concerning. <laughs> that's concerning. We're not going to try to dig it up. <laughs> nope. That's not why. That's lives. not why we're here. Oh man, <laughs> no. on the wrong podcast. We're here to talk about the Mario movie. Oh, oh hell yeah, dude! You don't talk about the Chris Pratt fucking. I do not have a problem with this. Here's the thing: I don't either. You I don't, don't either. As much as much as the internet is blowing <sighs> up and hating on this, I I don't hate it. Granted, it's different. Like it's not right, but I'm okay with it. I honestly tell me if I'm just an idiot, but beyond not being bothered by it, I actually don't think it sounds exactly like Chris Pratt, like everybody says it does. We only heard like two lines though, too. That's the yeah, only. yeah, and that's also very tough. small sample size. Yes, it's yeah. true. We didn't hear much, but I was like, I mean, yes, I could, I can tell it's him, knowing it's him, but it doesn't just like scream to me. And I guess I haven't really seen any Chris Pratt stuff in a little while, so maybe that's why. But it didn't just—it wasn't super identifiable as Chris Pratt to me. I do really like the people who are comparing his uh, accent and his like impression of Mario to Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers, the the character. Oh my gosh! If you listen to it, I don't. I haven't ever watched it. It's the mom from Bob's Burgers. It's it's kind of close, which. can get a little strange if you really think of it as her being Mario. But uh, other than that, I didn't mind it so much. I think that, yeah, you're right, Jay. Like, the fact that we've only heard a few things is... I feel like we need to hear more of what this is going to be. But I'm also... One of the things that I've I've heard someone say that's like... It didn't have to be Chris Pratt, obviously... It, it's more for just clout of like his name recognition of putting yeah. that on yeah, the poster, yeah, yeah, you know, but like they didn't, they probably didn't want to use the original one. Cause it's hard to portray emotion in someone who's always like super cheery. Whereas this is yes. going to have probably more of like an impact if there's an actual story behind this rather than, you know, what is in every game? Mario just beats up a bunch of turtles and then saves a princess. Yeah, I agree. And also, I feel like that would have gotten kind of annoying to listen to for two hours. You're saying you don't want to hear Yahoo over and over again? <laughs> Not really. What did he sound like in the cartoon back in the day? I, I used to watch it, but I don't re- really remember. He like Didn't they sound like actual Italian guys in the old yeah. Mario cartoon? They sounded like New Yorkers. Didn't New Yorkers. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah. They were like Robert. rough New York. Uh, yeah. It was like, come on, Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> Something uh, like that. Okay, two more thoughts. Also, I thought Bowser seemed badass. And yes. I thought it was I thought the penguins were hilarious, especially when the one goes, "Do you yield?" <laughs> After <laughs> pelting him with snowballs. Like that cracked me up. Yeah. I love the um I forget if it was IGN or some other uh uh network that did this, but they just had a like an image and it was like Penguins from uh, Super Mario N64 rip. And it's like the year and then this, uh, the current year of just them. Because they just got demolished, dude. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. Oops. Sorry, I'm making sounds on my end. Um, yeah. So anyway, bottom line, I'm actually kind of hyped about it. Um, I think so. I think I think it'll be good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much actually all the news that we have. Uh, oh, one quick note about the podcast itself. Um, as I mentioned last time, we switched to a different podcast host and I didn't realize this at first. When one of my friends was asking me about it, evidently I had set it 
to where uh, at first I had set it to where the podcast would only show the most recent 100 episodes and basically the rest of them became unpublished. So, but they are all back now. I just had to go and change some settings on our platform. So if you, for whatever, if you between that in that period of time, were looking for an older episode and noticed that they were all gone, they should be back by now. Uh, Hmm. Just a quick heads up about that. That's cool. Yeah. I think we're all set and good to go as far as that goes. Does it ever, so quick uh, side topic. So I don't know if both of you listen to podcasts on the regular of like other, uh, other things, but I find it so interesting. One of the things about when I was doing indie pod with, with Vaughn is that, and, and your podcast is a little different because I feel like the news is a lighter portion of your podcast. Yeah. It's pretty small. But like with indie pod, it was a pretty big portion of it. And I was always so uh, shocked when people would say that they're like, oh yeah, we went back from like, and and wanted to listen from episode one. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, there's so Uh much of that. That's just like irrelevant now. It always amazes me, but granted, I pretty sure I do the same thing with a lot of podcasts, but I'm just like, I can't, I can't imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, we we do. Well, I was just gonna say we do get that a lot. Um, and it, 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 it does astound me, not because for, for different reason, like you said, ours is not really news-based news is just kind of like a little side thing that we mention. Uh, if there's something interesting worth noting, it's not like you guys where it's kind of like a a huge part of it and obviously irrelevant, you know, months or years later. Um, what astounds me about it is just that people, I'm just surprised people like it enough to go back and do that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's what gets that's me. Exactly is that, what I was say. That's what you're going to say, Jay? Yeah. It just it's surprises just... me. We have a, we have a number of listeners who will just tell us like, Oh, I just listened to the entire catalog again. And I'm just blown away. Like the amount of tickets, especially earlier on our episodes were consistently like what? Three hours plus Robert. Yes. Three and a half usually. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good chunk of time. That's a good chunk of time. So yeah. whenever people are like, yeah, listen to the catalog again. I'm like, what like how like i yeah. that that's that's such a commitment of time like that's impressive like i appreciate it for sure oh yeah it was it's super humbling oh yeah see stuff like that like we had um back when indie pod was still around we had one of those um the like spotify wrap-up where they'll show you like what's your your favorite uh artist and what's your favorite podcast and how much time have you put into that and we got pictures of like hundreds of hours from people and it was like one of those things where you're like what the like it just blows (laughs) me away mostly because like when i think of our podcast it was just two dudes screwing around and i was like man there's like it, it, obviously there's a lot of content and you should do what you want and listen to what you want. But it's one of those things where I was always like, man, there's probably better stuff out there. For people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's low key what I'm getting at as well. So yeah, I feel, I feel the same in that regard. Yeah. But, um, but to answer your question, Josh, I, I do do the same thing with some podcasts. It, it depends on the podcast. Yeah, um, for sure. For sure. Like I'm listening to, uh, I started watching Star Trek recently, so I've been listening to Star Trek: The Next Conversation, which is a really good podcast, mm. and they pretty much do like an episode by episode thing. So I'll oh, go back like and those, like listen yeah. to the episode cool. that I just watched. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I've done that with other like video game podcast. Like, it's, but there's there's one that hasn't been. Uh, he kind of soft retired from it. I think of, of like three or four years ago. It was the Upper Memory Block podcast. And it was a, it was a video game podcast where he would pick one game. 
it was all DOS games. He would pick one game and That's go very in depth about it and talk about like the development process and all up through the gameplay and the reception and all this stuff. And like what I would do on that one, it was uh, as I would scroll through and see what, like which game I felt like listening about, you know, here learning more about. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. I find one that I like and go back and listen to that one. Um, and then there are others that I listen to that are more like like the Next Lander podcast, which is the guys who uh, some of the guys who broke off from Giant Bomb about a year or so ago. Um, mm-hmm. Those I I typically like would not go back and listen to. Uh, you know, if I had missed one, because a lot of it, you know, unless it was like a, just like a week or two that I had missed it. Cause a lot of those, it's like a lot of time when I listen to that, it's more like, I want to hear about like what games they've been playing and what, like what yeah, newer games yeah. are good and what I might want to check out. So it's, it doesn't really, for that one, it, I don't get a lot out of going back and listening to old ones. Yeah, that makes sense. But regardless, uh, I'm glad your catalog's back. Cause it sounds like there's people who would have been really upset. Yeah, there definitely there definitely would have been. I was just gonna say that too, Robert. We probably would have got some some fun mail about that. Oh yeah, well my point. yeah, my friend Mike, he was like, hey, uh, how, how, he was like, how come you, how come it only goes back to episode like eighty, like eighty now or something like that? He was like, uh, did you do that on purpose? Because I think a lot of people like listen to old stuff, and I was like, oh shit. Uh, but then I realized it was just like a setting that I just had to change the number in, and they all came back. You guys are starting up the Disney vault of uh, classic gaming <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. That's our goal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's talk about the games we've been playing. So we've got Game of the Quarter this episode, which is Hell Quest yeah. Quest 64. Um, what a blast. What a blast. Jay and I also sort of impromptu coincidentally have a second Game of the Quarter because we both more or less happened to play the same game. Aside from Quest 64, so we have that oh, too. Fun. And then we have whatever Josh played. Trying I to like figure- the way you put that. Whatever Josh played. Oh, who cares about Trash that? Trash game he picked up it's off the trash. street. It's, okay, well, first off, the game I picked is Doom, like the original 1993 okay, one. Again, so take that back. Right, yeah, take it sorry. back now. Um, why don't we do this? Let's do... Let's save Quest 64 for last. <laughs> Excuse me. Save the best for last. Is that Save right? the best for last. Jay, I mean, that's how I see it. Actually, you know, I kind of want to hear about Doom. Josh, if you don't mind going first, I sort of want to talk about sure. Doom, if that works for yeah, you. Yeah, 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 sure. Okay. So um, I played Doom, the 1993 version, because uh, once again, I'm a slave to Xbox Game Pass. And since they recently <laughs> acquired Bethesda or in the works of acquiring them, uh, a bunch of games came with it. And all of the Dooms, or seemingly all of the Dooms, were there. Uh, I love doom like this game still holds up which is kind of crazy to me because most games of like you know (laughs) the older era usually i have these these uh just fond memories of and then i go back and i'm like wow what was wrong with me i really didn't understand games back then (laughs) but doom is not at all like that like there's still certain parts of it that are weird like the fact that you don't reload a gun the fact that you know there's no uh leveling uh in this game meaning like you can't really aim up or down you just if you're in the right area even if they're on there's no okay i thought you meant like you can't level up as in an RPG. I was like, that's oh, not, no, that's no, not no, really no, that no, 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 that's not. Yeah, that's not a knock on that. Leveling meaning like there's no aiming system y-axis. of an up yeah. and down. Yeah, yeah the Y axis. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just dumb. Um, can't explain <laughs> things. There's which like caught me off guard because at first I was like, how do I shoot this guy? And then I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to shoot at him. And it, it like in the right direction. And he just died. And I was like, oh, there OK. 
that's yeah oh that's okay, right that yeah you just aim the same like yeah so like di- or horizontal direction and it shoots exactly up. Yeah, yeah. yeah even if they're like two stories above you your character just seemingly shoots up even though nothing happens <laughs> yeah. from an animation style which is which is fine whatever that was an older game like what are they going to do back then um but it's just there's something about that game that is so uh so amazingly done in the way of First off, there's a ton of different difficulties, which is good for both the babies who want to play and not get completely wrecked and the masochists who want to play on the hardest difficulty, which is like I still think Doom on the hardest difficulty is almost next to impossible. Like it's crazy how many monsters they have thrown your way. But also at the same time, it's like it plays into a number of different things that someone might be interested in if they just want to explore and look for every single secret and have a fun time doing that. Like that's what I enjoy of this game is because there's just all these hidden walls and different ways that you can go and like areas that just look like a, a, a puddle or like a lake. And then if you keep walking over it, even though it damages you all of a sudden you turn to a left and you've got this secret hidden just hallway that you go through. And then you're able to get all these different, uh, just power-ups, these weird, like, invisibility power-ups that are only found if you go through the secret hidden areas. Um, or you could play it from a speed run perspective of, like, they have the pars, they call them, uh, like you would have in golf, where it's like, hey, if you're good, you should complete this in three minutes. Uh, little, uh, you know, background after each one of these I looked at, I was nowhere near par. <laughs> no, those are always like, those are like almost speed run times that they give you <laughs> yeah. right there. Like it'll take nowhere you 25 minutes to finish a level. It's like par was three minutes and 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh man, what was I doing? <laughs> but it's, but it's like, it was one of those things where I personally, like I love watching people speed run games, but it is not in my interest to do it. Like I have yeah. no, no uh, need for being like, I want to complete this really fast. Like I think it's cool. And like, I, I could do it, you know, it's not like I can't, I can't do it, but I just, I have no interest. So I'd rather just play into the fact of, I, you know, I don't want to look at any guide and I want to look and find every wall and click on every wall and see like, okay, where's that secret that I can find, which I love about doom. And just, it's super badass, man. You're walking around, you get all these crazy looking guns. You get to destroy all these demons granted, you know, like they repeat a lot in these, this older version. But like at the time, it was such a cool concept and it still is. Yeah. But it like the one thing that I will say is about these games and it's it's kind of like I, I'm very sad that I have become an adult because it uh, really has messed up my ability to play games like this. I don't know what it is. It's something like I get motion sickness almost. Really? Um, yeah. And it's with these specific like first person shooters. And I think it's because they're so damn fast. There is something about the way you move in this game hmm. that like there is like D- the Doom guy character has uh, a, a set of just like skates on and buttered up. He wheels does. He, does. he is fucking flying in these rooms. It's so weird to me. And because of that and like the movement and how jan- like just janky it is and quick. Just after like an hour of playing it, I was like, oh, I'm getting kind of nauseous. So I have to like play in bursts to actually play this game. It's the weirdest thing. And it started a couple of years ago to me. Um, And I just ever since. And I I even thought that I would be fine because this time usually I I play on my computer and I'm like right next to the screen. So I figured, oh, maybe it's just because I'm too close. So I played on my Xbox uh, to play this game. And I was laying down on the couch. I was far away from the TV and I had the same thing. And I was like, damn, it's me. So I'm the problem. You didn't. You didn't used to have that issue. 
Like no, never, never as a kid, never as a kid. Or maybe I, you know, I could have also just been a kid and just been like, I'm nauseous and just gone with it, you know, and like not cared because kids are pretty resilient. But now it like, you know, as an adult, you're like, wow, this is going to ruin my day. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. But you got to get like a wet rag ready for to play Doom. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Stick that IV in me. Um no, but it, honestly, it's just, it's so fun, man. I, I love it. I don't care as much for like the, the story of it. Like, I think it's interesting that you go into it, but it's, it's very light. It's just like, oh, yeah. you, like, I, I love the way the first episode ends where you're like, you kill the two main demons and then all of a sudden you're like, oh good, I get to go home and you go on this portal and you're just like sent to this one part of hell where just, or, or Mars hell of what it seems. Mars. And it's just, you're surrounded by demons and instantly die. And you're like, what the, what kind of ending was that? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. it's so good. Like, it's just, it very much plays into that, that idea of not just being like, oh good, it's a happy ending, you know, like mm-hmm. very yeah, yeah. fun and continuation of the story. I, uh, man, I, I love the Doom series and it was so interesting to go back and play uh, where it all began from. <laughs> I pretty much agree with you 100% on everything you said. I think it really holds up surprisingly well. Yeah. And it's st- it's just still really fun. Like, everything about it just comes together perfectly. Like, gameplay, graphics, just, like, the general environment and design, the art, and like, everything just works awesome. Is there music in Doom, or am I making that up? There is, yeah. Yes, okay. there is. Okay. And it's surprisingly pretty damn good. Like, yeah. it can... It can um it can get grading a bit because if you're in a level for like 20 minutes, you're going to hear the same loop because it's, you know, that was a game from an older time and it's not sure. like they have full soundtracks. But like it's it's this weird kind of like uh, chip tunes isn't the right way to put it, but it's like this mix of kind of like electronic. But then you also have just like this heavy metal sound in the background as well that like work really well together. Um yeah, it's it's got a, a banger of a of a soundtrack for for like the time and how limited they were for being able to keep memory on a game. I remember music I could, but I, yeah, appreciate the confirmation. I wasn't one hundred percent sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. L- uh, listen, tell me if this sounds familiar. You ready? It's really hard for us to get Yeah, it's that? too low. It's oh, too low. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me try one more time. Let's do it. It's fucking loud. Hold on. I'll go a little bit lower. Yes. I'm about to get yelled at by everybody in my house. Could you could you hear it that time? Yes, I, yeah. could, I could hear that. It was still a little low, but I could definitely hear what you're playing. <laughs> yeah, turn up and try it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, yeah. okay sorry i had to do that because I, I like that that's, that's just like the the basic doom song and it's so good yeah it's really good all around great great classic game man yep okay uh that's doom it was, it was 93 is that what you said when it came out yeah 1993 93 it's a classic it and it holds up very well it's one one for the ages Mm-hmm. All right, Jay. Why don't we? Why don't you and I talk about? Do, uh, so I assume you just have these two, yeah. the same two that I have. You don't have any others. Nope. Okay. Then let's. Why don't we start off with with not Quest sixty four? Is that okay? Man, you're really just leaving it for the end. I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay. 
so, so I'm so interested. The anticipation is killing me. What is this? Game? I know, I know. We're leading up. It's Final Fantasy Nine. Oh, this was PS One came out in 2000. Wow, for, for some reason, I yeah, don't know. It was it was the last Final Fantasy for PS One. Right? Yes, it was the last. Yeah, that was the last one PS One. Um, we both kind of. I you had been wanting to play it for a while. Um, you said, and then I was kind of like, "Hey, I'm playing it now. If you want to get in on it, and and you did. So did I? So I finished it. How far have you gotten? I got about. I, I actually didn't get much further than the last time we talked. I was, I was like 18 hours in when I stopped. I, I don't know what it was. Like, I really enjoyed the game overall. We'll talk about more of it. But I just kind of lost interest at a certain point. I don't know what it was. Okay. It was just like the pacing, or I, I think what it was. I just got kind of tired of that style of game because I was playing a couple different RPGs or JRPGs at the time. And I think I may have just burned myself out, um, but yeah. Um, so that yeah, that surprises me because you're you're the one who's who's told me. Well, I mean, other people too, but you are one of the people who have told me many times about how amazing this one is. Yeah, it is very good, and even even like getting bored and stop playing it. I mean, it's still really like I don't have a lot of complaints. Like I every whenever I pick it up and start playing again, I enjoy it quite a bit. I think the game is like, I think it's a very very solid. Uh, JRPG, especially the Final Fantasy series, it's one of the better ones for sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's. I guess we'll back up a little bit. So this is so Final Fantasy Nine is a just a, it's it's a basic JRPG, right? Like it's okay. kind of like that's kind of the best way I can think to describe it. It doesn't do anything weird or crazy, like you know, like Eight sort of tried to do and didn't. You know, in a, in our opinion, didn't really go so well. This one kind of backs off a little bit and is like, here's a normal RPG. It uses the the ATB system, um, and then like everything is just solid. You know, it's turn based. You're getting your equipment. You're leveling leveling up characters. It's a lot open. Of story, a lot of music. yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of story. Good music. Um, open world exploration. Um, you got summons like you pretty much always do in Final Fantasy games. Um, so yes, as far as that goes, it's the best way I can describe it is, you know, basic JRPG story is really good. Um, I, I was gonna, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. What are you going to say? I was going to say the last thing I want to say before we kind of get into it is, is this one for me was a lot closer to seven than eight was like, it felt like they basically were like, okay, eight was, had, had challenges. Like we're going to go back to seven a lot more in terms of like the overall structure and then they obviously, I feel like they built off that foundation a lot more in nine than eight. Yes. Okay. I think that's probably a good, yeah. Cause I mean, in eight, they just did so much wacky stuff that. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not really much to compare Teenage to. Teenage angst, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. That, but also like gameplay wise, they just did like yeah. really weird things. Like where it wasn't like they were trying to improve this or that. It was more just like, what kind of weird shit can we, can we do in this and see if it works? Um, yeah in my mind it goes like seven and then like nine was like okay they 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 took that foundation made it a little better and then 10 it's like okay they took that foundation and just made it like a little bit better like it, it's funny like seven nine and ten for me is just like you can see the thought process like as it's getting better throughout <laughs> yeah those three on eight is like they just took a wrong turn they're like whoops and then nine yeah. they went back on track and at least they correct and they corrected it hard i mean i i really think that that nine is is a very good game so i think they did a great job of like learning from their mistakes and just going back to what works so the story um gosh it's been a few weeks since i finished it so i may need a little help here it starts off you are um kidnapping you're part of this group who's kidnapping a princess 
Um, I don't even remember why. Do you do you remember why why you're kidnapping her? I don't think you know. You don't know. I don't think you know. I don't think they talk about why at that time. But then, like at a certain point, obviously, I'm sure they do later, so, and I just don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I, I don't think they tell you at the time. I could be wrong. We though. were kidnapping her, and eventually you do. But she kind of is like, "Yes, thank you, please, let's go." <laughs> so yeah, she's basically like, "Perfect, you're here," and it's like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, and so you, so she becomes friends with you, and she becomes she's like became becomes one of the main characters as well as a party member, um, and. From there, what happens is you find out that her mom, who is the queen, is kind of like more or less going crazy and like causing lots of destruction and war and killing people and things like that. And she and this knight, who is, uh, his name is Stein. Her name is, uh, well, the name that she takes on in the game is Dagger. Uh, Steiner is a knight who is like her bodyguard more or less. And he's also yeah. a party member. He's like a tank. Um, and she and him are both kind of like, Oh, you know, there must be some explanation. We just got to get back to her and talk to her and find out what's going on. And even if she is, even if she is doing, you know, it is bad then she'll listen to us and we'll be able to talk her back into being a good guy. You can pretty much guess how that turns out. <laughs> um, but then it, you find out about like, the person like the the person who is more or less controlling her uh and like what they're you're trying to figure out like what their goals are and as you may, may be kind of predictable it all comes down to basically one person more or less just wanting to destroy the world as is very common in final fantasy games it's either one person wants to destroy the world or one person wants to take over the world that's like yep. that's the bad guy <laughs> yeah and this one, they just flat out want to kill everything, destroy everything. Um, and I mean, yes, there are there are other plot twists that come along. Um, I guess the other main plot thing that happens throughout the game is there is another character in your party named uh, who's very famous in this game named Vivi. He is a black mage. Um, he, it's I really the. I think the coolest thing about him is that he looks exactly like the the traditional Final Fantasy black mage, yeah. like from the very first game. Um, he finds out basically that he was manufactured. Um, and there are other black mages very similar to him that are serving. I forgot who, but one of the bad guys, I keep, I, I can't remember their names or which one is which very well, but like, they're basically, they're not bad themselves, but they're, they're like serving the bad guy. Um, and he's like kind of upset like that, that that's more or less like his lineage and, and he doesn't, he, you know, he kind of has like an identity crisis and all this kind of stuff. So that's kind of like a, the, the, the big subplot, I guess that's going on through all this. The main character, well, the character that you play is uh fuck, what's his name? Zidane. Zidane. Is that how you say it? It's not Zidane. It might be Zidane. I okay. don't know. We'll say Zidane because I I trust you more. And he is a like a thief type character, and pretty he pretty much spends the whole game like hitting on dagger and like that's kind of like. 
I wouldn't say that's it. Like he also is obviously in charge of everybody and he's the one who's like, all right, let's go do this and help her out and try to save her mom and try to fight the bad guys and all this stuff. But at the same time, he's incessant, like kind of to an annoying degree, incessantly yeah. hitting on dagger, even though she doesn't give any indication and, that she, you know, is okay with that. And it even gets to the point where like at certain times he's even like physically aggressive. Like there's one scene where they're like boarding the airship. It's pretty early on too. And he like just straight up grabs her ass. Like it, it, <laughs> really? it, it does I get a little, that. it gets a little, yeah. And he's, it, it's just, it gets like a little, little much for me at times. Like, okay, like I get it, but like, you know, yeah, it's just a little much. And I'm not saying... Yeah, and I'm not even saying that from the perspective of, like, 2022. Like, oh, you can't do that anymore. Like, even just in its own sake, it just gets annoying because it's nonstop. Yeah. It's like, dude, she doesn't care. Like, just, just And also, we as the chill. viewers, we don't care. Like, it, it, it yeah. just does, I'm good. Yeah, it's not like it really gives you... Yeah, that's a really good point because it doesn't give you... No, a there's reason. no more character development. There's no character development, and and as the play, you know, as the audience, we aren't we are never given a reason to want her to reciprocate with him. It's not like we find out like this this deep love that he really cares about her and all this stuff, and we're like, oh, can't you just? It's not like for, I think we talked about the office last time Josh was on, but it's not like Jim and Pam in the office where you're like, oh no, they got to get together, like. Right. You don't, there's, there's nothing that makes you want them to get together. So it just really becomes kind of annoying. Um, otherwise, outside of that story wise, Jay, what do you, how would you describe the story? Just as far as the quality of the story, like good, bad in between. What, what are your it, thoughts? I'd say medium high. It has some, it has some positive qualities to it. The one thing I get annoyed about in Final Fantasy games is they usually find like character tropes and they just like repeat them way too much. You just named, named one of the ones that I had, which is like Zidane, you know, aggression towards um, Dagger, which like for me really irks me because if he actually, to your point, if he actually did care about her, he wouldn't do that at the time because like she is going through like some really shitty shit. Obviously her, her mom's like basically causing world war three and you know basically destroying the world she's got so much on her mind like bro like that is the last thing that's probably that she's thinking about at the time that did really bother me especially like especially when it was like some of the critical moments of the game but the other one that really annoyed me was steiner aka waka jr he is like <laughs> so deep in the clouds of like it's like uh -huh. hey uh she has a bloody dagger in her hand i think she killed that person nope there's another reason for it she must yeah. have tripped and fallen and, and or she's <laughs> helping somebody else like cover up a murder that was good like always yeah. just like so deep in denial and like i get it to a point like sure there there's like a certain amount of it that you know should happen or whatever i get that waka is the same thing in final fantasy 10 for me which sure spoilers he, like the church is obviously evil in Final Fantasy X. That's like one of the strong undertones of the game is like church equals bad. And like the entire time, it's like the church is like literally doing the crazy shit in the world. And he's just like, nah, they're doing it for the right reasons. And it's just like <laughs> right. they're, they're killing people. Nah, they're doing it for the right reasons. Like they're not doing exactly what they preach. Nah, they're still doing it for the right reasons though. And it's like it, it, that really irked me at a certain point because it's like Steiner as a character, I think he's really uh, interesting. Like he, he's very comical. Um, his personality is like fun. And then like you get to that part where it's just like always in denial about what the queen is doing. And, and it's just like at a certain point, like Dagger at least like picks up on it. She's like, oh, okay, my mom's doing some really crazy shit. She could be bad, but there's probably something more going on. Whereas like Steiner's like, whatever she's doing, she's probably doing for the right reasons. And that like for me got really, really boring. Uh, the, yeah. the, the Steiner arc, just like, I really wish they wouldn't have echoed that so much. I get that they were trying to like press on it and make sure that people got it, but like, 
Dude, after like the 15th time, it's like, we get it. Steiner uh-huh. doesn't believe that bad shit is happening. Yeah, and, and the 15th time, by the way, is probably within the first 30 minutes of the game. Oh, without question. It, it's just, and, and like, as the game progresses, there are more and more and more data points where it's like, yep, the queen's doing some really bad shit. Oh, she decided to do more bad shit. And then it's, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And that, that part for me was just like, it's one of the things where it almost felt like filler to me, where they were like, well, we need to do some story development here. We need to get some like other character stuff going on. And they continue to just like keep drilling down on that one note. I'm like, I, dude, come on, like move on to anything else. There's a lot more. And, and like, there's a lot of other characters that are, that are interesting in the game. So it's like to waste the time on that was just really irritating to me. Yeah. Um, uh, I agree. I agree totally on that. For, for So story-wise, like I hear really great things about the story in this game. And I thought it was, I kind of agree with you. Like I thought it was just, it was good. It's good. It, it wasn't good. great. Uh, it is comparable to seven in my mind, straight up. Like, I, I think, Do you think the story good... is better than seven. I think it's comparable. I, I think wow. it has some ups and downs. So, so for me, seven. Like, I think seven starts off really strong. I think nine starts off really strong. I think the intros to both those games are really good. Like the first, like major chapter where they're developing the story and setting the foundation, giving you the characters. I think is really cool. Um, and I, I think a lot of the game they do a great job, like going into the mid part, and it's like really interesting. But both of them, towards the end for me, just do the Final Fantasy thing where they just get way too convoluted and crazy instead of, like, staying close to what was going well for the story. And then it just, like, explodes at the end. And you're like, okay. I, I get what happened, but, like, that was just a, like, it's, I feel like they overcomplicated something they didn't need to overcomplicate in both both situations. Okay, so I might agree with you on, on that particular point. I, I guess for me, more or less what I meant was... I guess it kind of goes back to the characters a little bit more is what I'm thinking. Like, so yes, the story and I mean, that's, that's the final fantasy thing to do, right. Is like, just get more and more like outlandish until you get to the end. And just like you said, everything kind of blows up. That is exactly what happens in nine as well as seven. In a lot of, but yeah, yeah. But in seven, I really cared about the characters all the way through, regardless of what crazy, regardless of what crazy shit was happening and whether I could understand what was happening. I really cared about the characters in this one. I didn't so much. Yeah. I, I think that's a fair assessment. And I, I, I completely agree with you. Cause I mean, I think there are, there are a lot of strong characters in seven. You, you obviously have the three main, you have Barrett, Tief and cloud. Eris is also obviously like the quintessential final fantasy, like sad story. You also have like yeah. red 13 story, which is really good as well. Nine, I agree with you. It has some characters that are interesting, but it also has like a lot of characters where you really don't learn much about them and they are just kind of there as like secondary or tertiary characters. Like they just don't really, they don't bring a lot. They don't add a lot of value to the game. Yeah. So um, I agree with you on that. I think the characters are a little weaker. So throughout the game, you're so this is one where you have uh, four characters in your party um, and you do like get more than four characters in total. So way more. Yeah. So, so it's, you are very well, you're rarely forced to have characters beyond your main character. Like in other words, you know, in a lot of the final or some of the final fantasy games, it'll lock you into this or that character, you know, at certain points in the game and you got to have like these two guys and then you can pick one more or something like that. This one does that sometimes, but most of the time you're free to pick, all of the characters, like you, ha- you do have to have Zidane, right, all the time. I, think. I don't, I don't know actually. Do you maybe not? Well, uh, ten yeah. is the first one where I know they broke that chain. But. Okay, so maybe you do, maybe you don't. But generally, you're very free, except for at a few points, to have whoever you want in your party, um, except for 
you know, may, maybe Zidane. I don't know if you have to have him or not. Um, but Zidane, uh, so I'm trying to, there are, gosh, I have to look it up. I think there are eight characters, maybe seven. Um, Final Fantasy Nine party characters. Jay just walked off for just a second, he said, so I'm having to look this up without asking him. Okay, here we go. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, there are eight characters. There is Zidane, uh, who is like a thief type character. There's uh, Vivi, who I said is a black mage. There's uh, Steiner, who's a tank. There's uh, Dagger, who she, she's also called, call, her, her real name is Garnet. Um, she goes by that as well as Dagger, like in her, in the party, she's called Dagger. And that's kind of like the, the name she takes on so that people can't find out who she is. Um, hmm. She is a white mage slash summoner. Then there is Amaranth, who is, I don't, I'm not really sure exactly what class he's supposed to be but he's basically he's a melee damage dealer so i guess he's more or less like a knight slash warrior class what were you gonna say i was gonna say bruiser but that's also the wrong classification for final fantasy has different class types yeah it's a little bit different but 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 yeah basically that um is this so real quick question because final fantasy 9 i i've actually played like a very small bit and i kind of dropped off it just didn't hook me um was for these characters because i'm thinking of seven specifically were these characters like kind of thrown into that role like seven was interesting because you could literally play anyone anyway it was just some characters were better off in certain roles than others oh, I see. are you asking can you kind of customize the characters to do to fill a different yeah. role yeah no not really yeah they're formed pretty well yeah okay they're pretty much just what you get um, so yeah, the customization comes, well, okay, actually there is a little bit, which I'll talk about in a second. There is a little bit of customization you can do to them, but not as far as what role they're going to play in your party. Yeah. That's pretty much what they get. What gotcha. They are. Uh, so yeah, Amaranth is like just pretty much a DPS guy. Um, then there is Freya who is, who I thought was a red mage when I first saw her because she's Me wearing, too. okay. Cause she's wearing basically a red mage outfit, but she also has the little wings on the sides of her hat, which is what uh, fucking uh, dragoons wear. Dragoon, yeah. Okay. Um, you said Panzer. <laughs> You're thinking of Panzer yeah. Dragoon. Um, no, I said Lancer. Oh, La- okay, Lancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Lancer slash Dragoon. Um, so she is a Dragoon or Lancer, whatever. Um, and then there's, uh, is it Quina or Quina? I- I, I always write as Queen because there's only one N, right? Yeah, but I don't think that has any. I don't think that if that has anything. Oh well, it's I one, assume it's Queen. One of the characters you you learn very little about. Queen, yeah, Queen or Quina is pretty. It's a blue mage. Yeah. Um, she is this bit like goofy, like very strange looking, very fat. She's a chef, but she's not human. Like all you can see is like. The only part of her face you can see is her eyes pretty much. And she has white skin. And then she has a tongue that hangs like directly from her. Like it, you don't even see a mouth really. It just hangs from her face like halfway down her stomach. Um, She's a blue mage. And then there's Aiko or Aiko. Aiko? Aiko? I, I think it's Aiko, but I don't know. Who is a girl. And she is. So 
Garnet, as I or uh, Dagger, as I said, is a white mage slash summoner. Ico is basically a summoner slash white mage. Like they just lean. Each one of them has pretty much the same exact spells and stuff. They just lean a little bit more one way or the other. Ico leans a little bit more towards summoner. Um, and so okay, that's just like to say what classes you get. You more or less get to choose who's in your party at any given point in the game. My party was that that I stuck with the most was Zidane, Vivi, uh, Dagger, and Amaranth. Because Amaranth does really good damage. For a while, I did use Ico instead of Dagger, but then there actually, yeah, okay, there was a part where you do have to use Dagger for quite a while. So she ended up get, getting leveled up really high, and she was way past Ico, so I just stuck with her instead. Would you know? Do you who? What's what party do you like, Jay? Um, I use Vivi and Zidane. Um, I use Garnet for a while. I also like the the Vivi Steiner combo thing, where you can like enchant his sword to do bonus damage. Was pretty fun. Oh, that's that true. While. That is good. Um, I'm sorry. What was the Lancer's name again? I slipped my mind. Freya. Freya. I used Freya a lot too. Um, I usually used Freya or Steiner. Like they, they for me, they were kind of filled the same role. I tried using Queenie for a while because like blue mages in most Final Fantasy games are usually really, really strong. Uh, because like and usually when you can get enemy skills they are huge and it is true in this game like there there's an enemy skill you can get early on it's it's like one of the shield ones it's like something force i think you get it really early but you can't use it because you don't have enough mana to use it when you acquire it but when you actually get enough mana for it it is intense it does so it, it makes you like basically invulnerable until it expires so i tried queen up for a while but like she's so boring she is so boring she has like two basic yeah. functions which is like she does damage she's kind of meaty and then um she can eat things if they get low enough and it's like cool like the eatability is nice uh the blue skills are pretty cool and eating by the just to clarify eating is how she learns spells yeah from a from a monster she runs out of mana way too quickly was my problem so it was like even with really powerful abilities it was like cool i'm gonna use like two abilities and then she's gonna be home and then you know, she's basically just auto attacking for the rest of the fight. My problem with her, and I, I was like you, I did use her a little bit at first because she's actually she does have some pretty powerful abilities, especially if you get a uh, thousand needles from uh, Cactuar. The Cactuars, yeah. Um, but it's very frustrating. Like it takes battles a lot longer when you're using her because you're like, all right, I got to get this this yep, enemy down and make sure I don't kill him, and then try to eat it with her, and then she'll she's gonna say like. He too strong. I not be able to eat yet, and then so you try to do do a little bit more damage, and then you might end up killing it. And it's just like I was like, I just don't want this. Is just too much hassle. <laughs> like I don't want to have to worry yeah. about getting you know her, getting her to she, learn the spells. She does have an ability that does damage based off of her missing health, which was kind of cool. So yeah. I had her. I, I kept her low for a while, and then I just had her like Timmy tap things, and she was she was doing a lot of damage. But again, really annoying to do. Very very tedious. Yep. Um, so one of the, back to what Josh was asking about, one of the ways that you do have some customization over your characters is with the, uh, what's the system even called? Like uh, just a, ability. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Equipment know, slash. Yeah. Sli- okay. So it's, it's both really, it's your equipment yeah. slash your ability system. So every piece of, I believe every piece of equipment has certain abilities attached to to the equipment that you can uh, use. That certain people can use. Yeah, that certain people can use while they have that piece of equipment attached. And then if you use it enough, 
So, uh, so there, there's like a number next to the ability. And as long as you have the equipment used, you're free to use the ability. You know, it might cost MP or whatever, but you can use it. But also, if you use it enough, and it varies per ability, then they will learn that ability, and they can use it even when they don't have the equipment on. Um, so in addition to that, there's... There's all there's this section where it's all their list of all their learned abilities. Every character has a certain number of ability points, and every ability costs a certain number of points to equip. You know, if if you're not just wearing it on on armor, so that's how that works. Is like you, once you learn abilities from having armor equipped for, or you know, a sword or whatever it is, any any kind of item equipped for a while, then you go to your ability screen and you have a certain number of points that you can allocate um, to equip whatever you want. And the, and the number goes up as you level up, but I mean, it's, you know, it'll, it's never enough to just equip everything. You do usually have to pick and choose, but it's enough to make it to where it's not. Yeah. It was pretty easy. It's pretty easy. You, yeah, yeah. You can always get the things that you really want. Um, I found, so like some of the things are like you do, you do more damage to flying creatures or you're immune to, to, yeah. Or you're immune yeah. to ice or, uh, some of them are like really powerful, like like auto potion. Like every time you get a oh, yeah. attack, they automatically use a potion. Um, I think there's even an auto heal. Yeah, like remove status effects. Yeah, um, yeah. something like that. And then there, you know, there's there's just there's a whole bunch of them like this. Um, there's some that might that just straight up give you more HP. There's there are there's one that's very very important, which you'd probably use anyways, which is, uh, it, it gives you more experience. Just like oh, yeah, of course. anytime you get experience, you get more. So obviously you want to have that equipped, but not only is it desirable, I found that it's almost necessary to have that equipped because I had that equipped, you know, as early as I could on everybody and kept it on them for the whole game. And I did not feel overleveled at the, at the end of the game. Like, it, well, okay. for when I got to, it is, pretty challenging which which i appreciated um even just like the basic encounters every pretty much every other final fantasy like i found i i do get a little bit bored well except for the, maybe the first one in just the random encounters because usually you just mash x until you're done this one is not like that at all like all of the encounters i felt like even just the basic ones I, I had to think about or else I was going to not necessarily die, but like have to use way, way too much items and MP healing up and, and that kind of stuff to, to get through it. And, and then potentially not have enough health and all to get through, you know, the dungeon or whatever part of the game I'm on. Did you have that yep. experience too? Okay. I did. Yeah. And, and you'll see when you play 10, 10 like that as well. Oh, is it? I agree I with you. I think it's very important. Um, it, it's actually got to a point in, in, um, nine where like i was making sure to buy full consumables every time yeah. i was in a t- village like i would max out in potions and and i would use a lot of them especially when you, you have auto potion going you know you drain your potions really quickly so i completely agree with you on that point and for me i like that i like the random encounters 100%. to actually be a challenge it's it's a it's i wish more games did that i agree with you uh so that was that was very nice but that is to say the game is pretty tough because with with the level up thing on for the whole game, I I still had trouble, you know, around the end of the game. Like even just with even with the, just the random encounters, still not to mention the bosses. Uh, 
the summons I felt were pretty weak. Especially since they kind of play like a pivotal point, like in the story at one point. Like I, I rarely used a summon. And part of it was because I usually needed to use the, uh, like the healing spells instead when it got to daggers turn. But like, just they, yes, they're good because they do, they, they damage everybody, but they also cost a shitload of MP. And so I, I did not use those that often. Did, did you? Did you? Or did, or did you even get to where you start using summons? I, I got. I got to a couple of them, uh, and I know I didn't use them very. And mana is is pretty. Um, it's pretty limited. Like you, you get a yeah. lot more ethers in this one. I do appreciate that. Like e, like in Final Fantasy VII, ethers are like holy shit, rare commodity. Like don't waste them. In nine, you get a lot of them, but you do use a lot of them too. Like even for for mini bosses or or boss fights, you generally are using at least a couple ethers. Okay. Um, that I, I did feel that the encounter rate was a little bit high. I don't know if you got that or not, but yeah, like, sure. I, okay. I really felt like it was one of those where it's not crazy, but there were plenty of times where I was like, Oh, okay. like, I just want to get to the other side of this room. And there's yep. like five fights from half, you know, from like the halfway point to get to the end. Um, what, what I found with that too, is like, I would be, I would be like, okay, I need to do this thing. And then I'd start walking there and get a fight and I'd get out and be like, I'd walk the wrong way and I'd be like, oh shit. And then I'd turn around and get another fight. And I'm like, yep. fuck. And then I get out of the fight and I'm like, okay, I need to go this way. And I get another fight and then I get distracted. <laughs> and like, you know, you just like slowly make progress to your destination, uh, which was, which was pretty crazy. I do want to talk about the equipment system a little bit too, because yeah. one of the things that I found, and I want to hear your, your opinion on it too, is at a certain point, like I would, I would get a lot of items, right? And I would not, I would not always equip the new item immediately because I was still learning an ability from the prior one. Yeah. So it got to a point where I was like, I had two new weapons, and I was like waiting to finish learning from the, the first one before I switched, switched the other one or, or armor, whatever it was. And so I'd be like sitting there using old weapons just so that to make sure that I could learn that ability from it. Did I did the exact same thing. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes I would look at it, and and you know if you know it's it's a it's always a cost benefit thing. If the next weapon does like a shitload more damage. And then sure. if the the thing I'm trying to learn maybe looks like something that's not going to necessarily be useful, then I would go ahead and trade off. Um, but yes, there, there were plenty of times where I'm like, no, 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 I need to wait till I finish like more, even more, more often was what you said. Like, yeah, I gotta wait till I finish learning these spells. Then I'll, then I'll change out their equipment. I'm going to trigger you. You ready? No, oh, no. Brace yourself. What were your thoughts on stealing in this game? <laughs> so stealing in any game kind of annoys me. Cause I'm like, I just want to do damage. <laughs> um, I don't want to like waste a turn stealing and then it not work. And then I just wasted a turn for, for nothing. I would steal on the bosses. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. So, uh, did you find situations where you would have to steal 40 or 50 times before you'd get something? I mean, no, not 40 or 50, but like maybe four or five. Yeah. So, so you remember the waltz early on, the black mages? The waltz? Uh... The waltz. They're like the, the the evil black mages that come after you. Okay, yeah. There's like yeah. three of them. So oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you noticed, most bosses you could steal two items from. There was a basic item you could steal from them, and then there was a rare item. I think I, yes, I think I did know that, more or less. Okay, so some of the drop rates for some of the rare items are single-digit percentages. And one of the waltz, it, I, I took me 80 or 90 steals. <laughs> See, I would it. never, I just wouldn't have the patience. Oh, I, I am, I, there's no shot. I, I'm getting it. Like, I'm there. I'm getting <laughs> it. 
I, I, I was so frustrated though. I turned the game up, I turned the speed to like 3x or something, just to, like do it faster. And I just sat there and freaking grind. I was like, my other two characters would heal, and then Zidane would steal. And it was just that over and over and over and over. I almost ran out of potions and I ran out of ether. And like, I'm just, I was so annoyed. And the item was really good. And don't get me wrong, I didn't see the item elsewhere for a very long time. But my God, I was so frustrated. The steal mechanic, and you do get a talent that makes your. Your success rate higher doesn't matter. Still a just ridiculous system. The stealing actually drove me nuts in that game. Yeah, see, I'm not... I would always give it a few shots, and then I'd be like, all right, we're just going to start damaging now. Unbelievable. Disappointed in you. <laughs> that mechanic in uh, Sugma, I hated that mechanic. That mechanic really sucked. I hated that so much. So I did... Um... So overall, yes, I did like it overall. I've, I've said kind of a lot of bad stuff about it. Like, I liked it overall. I didn't feel... Like, it lived up to the hype that I had heard. Um, Maybe if I had played it back in 2000. Yes, sure. It's good for a 2000 RPG. Yes, definitely. Um, I don't... I I think it holds up good, but not great. Um, I thought overall the second... It's four discs, by the way. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I thought disc two was pretty slow. Um, I thought it started getting really pretty good at the end of disc three. Although the problem with that is there's only like... On disc four, there's only like four hours to go or something like that. So like, yes, towards the end of the game, I thought it did get start getting really actually pretty interesting, even though it did do the thing like we talked about where it starts to kind of get a little bit out of hand. I thought they, yeah. I thought they did a little bit better than usual of keeping it at least understandable. But even when I didn't quite know what was going on, I was like, oh, this is cool though. Uh, and then, and then the, the ending of the game, like after you've, you know, beaten all of the final bosses, like. I thought it did a very good job of of giving you like a worthwhile ending that made you feel like oh, okay this like th- I like this is the type of ending I deserve for getting through all this like sure it sucks when you play a forty hour game and then the ending is like good job <laughs> yeah <laughs> right know? like I felt like they did a really good job on this one of like giving you a, a big drawn out ending with with like showing you what happened to everybody and kind of catching up and all this and cool stuff happening like. The, the ending w- was very rewarding, I'll say. It was good. Uh, I'm excited for you to play 10. Dude, I've played 10. I've played 10 before. I know, but I mean again. Oh, you just want me... Oh, okay. You just want me to do 10. Uh, yeah, I'm excited too, actually, because that's... I want to see how it stacks up now, because, you know, I, I haven't played it since it came out. I want to see how I like it compared to... Really, compared to 7... Mostly, I guess, because I guess seven is my favorite currently. Um, that and ten probably. So I want, I want to play. I want to see how it compares and which one I really actually like better. Um, playing them, you know, closer to when they came out. D- Josh, do you have you played Final Fantasy ten? <laughs> I know you haven't played I've, a lot of Final Fantasies. I've no, I've played ten, and I got I think halfway through it. Um, the problem with Final Fantasy games for me is usually I just get halfway through and drop. (laughs) Uh Um, They're long games. And like, granted, I've been, I've been in more of like an RPG fix lately of, you know, just bigger meteor games. Um, But 10, when I was a kid, I really enjoyed it. Seven. I recently actually beat of just going back because I, I played the, you know, the, the remastered version of it, the part one. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll play the, the actual like original game to see what it's like. Yeah. 
Uh, and the only other one I tried nine could not get into it. Okay. Uh, the only other one that I played that I think, even though I didn't finish and I, you know, I finished seven that I love probably the most, which people are probably going to be like, Ugh, <laughs> what is a uh, final fantasy 12. Okay. Oh, okay. Didn't say eight. Yeah. I've like, eight is the best. You guys are so wrong. No, oh my God, <laughs> I've stop. never get them off. Get them out. I've That's never, it. I've never tried eight, but I just love twelve because it had such a such a break from like anything else Final Fantasy style, and it had such a weird like combat system. Yeah, it was just so unique to it at yeah. the time of trying it out, and I was like, "This is so cool," and I just loved it. Um, but yeah, I think that would probably be my favorite. I, obviously, seven is probably my favorite story wise because it's the only one I've like fully beaten. Um, sure. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where probably throughout the years, I'll go back and start playing a bunch of these. Um, it's just one of those things where it's like time because Final Fantasies are usually such a big yeah, investment. Yeah, I was going to say 40, 50, 60 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a little rough uh, if you don't have just all the free time in the world. When did I start playing through all of them, Jay? Do you remember? I'm trying to go back and look right now. Robert, yeah. I don't know what I had for lunch last week. You're you're that's a good one. You think I'm remember? It's like whenever every time we do the podcast, you're like, "We're on episode 200." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> time flies. Okay, uh, I played Final Fantasy V, and okay, that was just last year. Hold on, I'm trying to find out. Well, I'll, I'll find out in a second. Um. <laughs> so yeah, oh oh, I have a question. I have one more question. Tetramaster, what are your thoughts? Um. It's really stupid. It, it, it really frustrates me. If it, it like, I don't dislike the idea of it, but just like the RNG aspect of like, you uh, put a card down, they fight, and like sometimes you win or lose, even though you should clearly win, you just straight up lose. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they put I, one card uh, down and it flips over every single yeah. card on the board. I, I don't know why they did that. Like, they they should have done number numerical values or something and just made it really simple. I, I think doing it simpler would have been more intelligent than doing an RNG mechanic. Because especially when you're like trying to build a good deck and then you just lose to RNG and they take your best card, you're like, well, fuck me. Like, I, I just lost my best card. And guess what? I'm going to go back to not playing Tetramaster for the rest of the game again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess I could have led into that a little bit better. Tetramaster is the card game in Final Fantasy IX, um, just like Final Fantasy VIII had a card game. Eight's, the card game in eight was actually pretty good. Um, I do remember that, yeah. But. This one is not very good and also not very consequential. Like you get cards just from beating bad guys first off. So you never like have to play a card match with somebody. I mean, I'm sure you do for certain cards. You have to play card matches, but also like, do you, do you even get anything worthwhile from winning card matches? I know there's a one point where there's the tournament, but like what, what Stop what playing cards really, really is there anything really awesome that you get from being good at Tetramaster in this game? I have no idea. To be honest, I don't with know. You. I, I stopped playing early on because I got really frustrated with it. In eight, there was a bunch of cool stuff that you could get from the card game, and there's you know stuff that you could get only from playing the card game. Um, and you could typically only get new cards for you know, for the most part. Like you could only get really good cards from playing card game. In this one, you get a ton of cards regardless. So that so that so you don't have to play for that. I don't know of any of the cool stuff you really get. So it just, I never felt like I'm, I was missing out from not playing it in this one, as well as what you said. Like, the rules are so weird. It's, 
kind of similar to uh what is it three a uh, triple triad but it's like but but not quite you're laying cards down next to each other on a i guess it's a four by four grid with some of the spots blocked off and each card has arrows pointing in certain directions and then like a number followed by the letter m or p followed by two more numbers <laughs> And it doesn't even explain to you at first what the numbers mean. It just says like, oh, the first number is how strong it is. And like, that's all it tells you. And then like, I never really understood why, why sometimes a chain of cards would start getting flipped over. Like basically if you put a card down next to another one and you have an arrow pointing towards it, then it'll flip it over unless it also has an arrow pointing back at you, in which case they do battle which is based on the numbers, but is also slightly randomized, it seems. And in some cases, it'll start a chain where, like, if you flip one card over, then, like, three other cards get flipped over. So, like you were saying, Jay, there's no strategy because, like, it's impossible to predict, like, how open a card is to getting flipped yeah. over by another one. And then you're going to be winning the whole game, and then they're going to put one card down that ends up flipping over, like, six of yours and makes you lose. Like, there's no skill. Basically, yeah, yeah. There's no skill expression to it. it it's really frustrating. It, it's just, it's very, it's tilting. It's very tilting very quickly, and yeah, would not recommend. Would not recommend. No, um, not at all. But anyway, so that okay. That's Final Fantasy Nine. Um, overall, like I said, I think it's good. I don't think it's great, like a lot of people do. Um, but I, I'm I'm happy to have played it. Now it's time for about another great game. Let's talk about another great RPG. Uh, uh, the best. <laughs> the this best. will probably be pretty short in comparison, though. Josh, remind me. You said you have played this, right? So, <laughs> I've played this as a child. Uh, I was very Saw that, young. Robert. Sorry, sorry, Josh. Very young. <laughs> Good God, what is this picture? <laughs> that, that is the, the everything that a man can want and more. I, I saw this on Reddit last night. I was just like, bro, that is too funny. It says, AI is beautiful. This is a tweet somebody tweeted. Uh, AI is beautiful. It is evidently an AI-generated picture. <laughs> How do you even start to describe this? Good God, that's uh, a lot of tits. It's basic tits and really bad eyes. It's a girl with big boobs she has eyes? and like more boobs underneath. Like it's like when her where her legs were to begin, like a bigger body starts instead. <laughs> it's kind of like the Russian nesting doll <laughs> in a way. Yeah, kind of. I just realized she has four arms too. Yeah, yeah. She's it's got like... a lot of things, of course. Oh, I saw it last night and I was like scrolling. I'm like, what did I just look at? Like, what in the world is this? That's a, that's a doozy. That's a doozy of a picture. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, I played, I played quest 64 as a kid and I had complete, like, I loved this game. I don't know why I had real oh, fond memories. It. I never bought it, but it was like a rented game. It was one of those like blockbuster yeah, type games. And I remember being like, this is so dang cool, but also being confused and not knowing what to do and like at all and just kind of like going around constantly. And you know what? Going back to it, I can say that it's just about the same experience minus my strong (laughs) uh, positive feelings about the game. (laughs) I don't think so. This game gets kind of like a lot of flack. And I don't, it's warranted. 
I don't think it's that bad, but I it's it's definitely not as good as I thought as a kid. Um it it's got problems. Quest 64 does have problems. Um Okay, so what problems would you say it has, Josh? Ooh, um, I don't know if it's that I didn't have, you know, like, it, it's hard to judge a game sometimes when you go into it from these older games because usually they'd have, like, a manual that would, in the box, tell you things about the game to kind of get you on your way before you even play. But, like, this game has none of that. There are four elements that you, as this main character, get to uh, to level here. up. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> Uh, which great name Brian. for I know. <laughs> the name alone kills me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you have these, these elements that you can level up. You don't know anything about them or like why you level them up or even how you level them up because the cave doesn't explain how experience works at all. Unless you just go to that page and like realize it's literally just do as much of the thing and you get like, it's, it's like the early level of, of like Skyrim yes. and like the elder scrolls games, which I thought was interesting. Cause I was like, Oh man, did they play this game and like, just make a better version of it? <laughs> like, like that explains is, it. Yes, you are. You are spot on. Yeah. Um, because you basically have elements where you have like agility, you have uh health, obviously you have uh magic power to use your spells. You have all these spells. And every time you do things like literally just walking in the game gets you the agility experience <laughs> to make sure that you go faster than characters. So there's like this, you could just walk in a circle and that's like progression in the game, which I think is awful, but it doesn't tell you any of that. You don't know. I literally had to go to a website to look up all this information to be like, oh, that's what I'm doing. You get these spells that you could immediately use, but you have no idea why you're leveling them up other than making them more powerful. But you find out later that if you go the water track, you'll get a healing spell after you level up your your water track like to Ugh. six or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, And if yeah. you don't get that healing spell, this game is impossible. There's no damn way you're playing this game. Like, I can't imagine someone not having that healing spell. The The... The amount of times that you just take so much damn damage in this game and basically die, <laughs> but don't worry, it's part of the benefit because then you're getting more HP max uh, by just getting beat up, which is like Super Saiyan type logic, I guess. Um, it, it, it's so weird, man. It does it doesn't explain anything. It's like you go in there, and one of the the biggest things that I think is is the worst is just the way you're presented to the game, which I hate. Yeah. How you just you join into it, and this guy's just like explaining to you everything, which is not at all realistic of how someone would talk to you unless you're literally <laughs> playing dumb. a video game yeah, yeah. of like, hey, you remember your father and how he went on this quest? He's not here, is he? I guess that's why you're in front of me. And it's like, bitch, what? What? Who talks like this? It's like so strange. And then they're like okay well go go to talk to someone else go to a different town and you're like how old is this kid why is he like what is it, like a five-year-old just be like you've got magic go out into the wilderness that's dangerous and you're like okay and then you you go down from this castle that you're in and they give you like three flights of stairs to walk oh down gosh, for I no know. reason yeah. and like a bunch of rooms that you can check out but there's nothing in there's it. nothing in there yep it's so I there's got to this has to be like a, an element of a rushed development cycle that was just like there was supposed to be stuff 
<laughs> in this world and they were just like we don't have time for that shit like just uh, get the game out and they're like okay <laughs> like there's so much of this game where it just feels very flat like and plus i just i personally do not like uh rpgs that are just a one person party it's the same reason why i yeah. couldn't get into nino kuni is just because like it just it does not feel good when it's just you going back and forth like works great if you're in like uh, you know, more Western RPGs like a fable or something where you have more uh, just leverage or power over that character and things that you can do. The agency, that's the word I was looking for. But like with this one, you literally have such small amount of movement. You have these very few spells and you don't understand what any of them do or what the characters do around you at first. And you're just, God you're constantly getting into battles. Like yeah, the RNG of enemies spawning is like you walk three steps yeah. that's another yeah. one that's another one that's another one it was so awful i was like jesus can i i just don't even know where i'm going and then the 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 screen is always like tilted after you go into battle it'll like where you're facing the screen will kind of move and there's not a good way to really rotate your field of vision and so i kept getting lost i was like i was walking this way right you and know what like, you know no. what i figured out is that when you finish a battle, it actually sets you facing the way that you were facing when you got into the battle. No. See, and that's confusing because you're constantly moving around. Because you're constantly so running I around, yeah. Yeah, so I, I would never know which way I was supposed to go. And I was like, I, I, when I got to that fort, like the dark forest part, I was like, I have no idea where I am. That forest is like half the fucking game, I swear. Oh, the forest? That forest yeah. is so annoying. Yeah, yeah you, you have to keep going there, fight yep. guys until you get killed, spawn back at the castle go back in and like each time you're a little bit stronger you can get a little bit farther in there's like oh, there's fine. good parts sorry jay there's no, i'll, I'll be real quick there's good parts about that like i think the the way they did death in this game is really uh really smart and it's interesting based on the fact that you're constantly leveling up and like you dying does not like you still get progress in that, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. like a good feeling of like dang i died but i still got to level up all of those amount of times and i just get to go and do it again right like you you just i agree you get constantly stronger super smart game doesn't really like explain that very well though <laughs> like no and you're just like okay like there was a time where i restarted at first because i was like oh damn and i had like a quick stage <laughs> yeah. state so i started and then i like read something online and i was like fuck i just wasted like an hour i was just just yeah, because it, I, <laughs> I reset it. It is pretty forgiving in that way, it, you know, assuming you know what's going on. Um, when you die, you don't lose anything. It just sends you back to, like, whatever most recent, like, inn you were at. And mm -hmm. you, just, you just head out again. It's, um, it's, it's got lots of good elements, but it's just masked with so much terrible stuff. I want to ask you guys, which of the three soundtracks are your favorite throughout the entire Oh my gosh, I meant to have this. <laughs> holy shit. Hold on, hold on. I meant to have some of these pulled up. Give me oh. Oh. just a minute. I'm going to play them. Um, that Dark Forest track is literally melted into my brain at this point. Yeah, dude. It's the, a, the, I, I can't. The, it's, a real, it's a real banger. The ones, Between that and the town music, I just can't. The, for me, it was the um, battle music oh, yeah, and the just too. like walking around. Yeah, the adventure, outside. the hype adventure music. Yeah. <laughs> I think, all right, here is. Uh, 
Oops, hold on. I'll link it to you guys. Also, here is I, I don't. I'm good. I don't want to hear it. To be here is Jay's over it. <laughs> here is battle theme. Oh man, I'm playing. I it. love how this is. So that your <sighs> listeners can hear. Yep. Ah, this is the banger. Solid jams, dude. This is the kind of stuff I love. For some reason, YouTube is no longer making volume for me. Hold on, I gotta get this pulled up because it's not working now. Try again, come on, come on. Here we go. Poor Brian, man. I um I enjoy the box art of this game, especially now looking at this YouTube, because if you get really close to it, I know that he's trying to use electric, and that's what's coming out of his <laughs> wand, but it just looks like he's got like a toilet brush. It does look no. like a toilet brush. It's the and it's like the even the way they mixed the sound, it's like they made it as unexciting as they as they possibly could have like there's no peaks or anything like that like hold on here's here is main field theme play this god play this this is my favorite one yeah this is this is what i'm gonna go to bed to every night that's yes dude this is so good I'm so oh, glad you brought man. this up. I almost forgot. <laughs> I, the music for me, uh, this, was a, this was a part we knew, by the way, for me, uh, during playing the actual game. This is an absolute, there's no shot of playing. I'm playing this game with the music on. Yeah. Who, I, I love uh, that this was picked because of, you know, just my history of loving this game and pretty much knowing that it was going to be awful going into it, even though I did. What was the reason that you both chose this one? To, oh, we just thought it would be funny. Because um, it, it almost feels like a torture thing in a way. It's a me. It, well, it is, yeah. Like, we... Sometimes I... Sometimes we will purposely pick a bad game to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to have something a, entertaining to talk about. It's um, a bad one. It's interesting, though, because there's a lot of people who are, like, uh, who are just really into this. Like, there's there's both sides <laughs> of the spectrum of people that love this game, and it's wild to me <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i think i think that's the most important piece of that. Well, the the thing to me that i that struck me the most about it is like i actually agree with kind of the way jay described it um before we played it and jay you said that like if i remember correctly the way you described it is not terrible but just the most basic yeah. thing you could imagine like it like the yeah. like the most like it just has the elements of an RPG and then there you go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't like the most watered down version. of it, it doesn't really do anything bad. Like final fantasy eight has some bad stuff in it. This one, I don't know if it really has a lot of bad stuff in it. It just doesn't have anything good. It's just the most bare bones, basic elements of what an RPG is. It's got, it's a fantasy setting and you can cast spells and you have random encounters. Story is so basic. Oh the, my God. Yeah, the story is so you get basic. to the first town and they're like, we are uh, the, the, a thief in the woods stole our crystal oh, yeah. or something. Go yeah. get it back. And then you can, and then we'll help you out. So that's, so then you go get it from the, you go fight the thief and then you bring it back. He's like, okay, go to the next town. And then you do that. Like, there's nothing like there's nothing 
worthwhile in it. But again, it, there's nothing really bad about it either. Well, I mean, all you have to do is just look at the title of it. I'm not even joking. Like that, that, <laughs> yeah, that, that there, title that's alone perfect. says everything. Quest. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, the title is the most basic thing possible. The game is the most basic thing possible. It's it's interesting though too because like there are elements of this that if implemented differently, I feel like this could have been a really good yeah, game. Could have been a banger. Yeah, but it just it falls flat really quick. I read a review of it in one of I don't know if it was Nintendo Power, but I think it was it might have been Nintendo Power. It was some kind of it was some you know some magazine back in the day, and they were more or less trying to. Like, yeah, they were kind of trying to sell it. Um, <laughs> and basically, like, just the whole article was them repeating in different wording. Yes, it doesn't really do anything that great, oh, but no. it's in 3D. <laughs> that was, oh, that that's was, all you need. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Like, it kept saying, like, yeah, you're not going to find anything special about the magic, but it's in 3D. Oh, yeah, the story, I mean, the, you know, it's pretty basic. There's nothing that special about it, but you get to experience it in 3D. <laughs> like, that was the whole article over and over. <laughs> uh, so, that's yeah, like... It's actually it actually was better than I thought it would be. I probably got about I'm not really sure how far I got how far in I got maybe three or four hours, but like it's hard to tell because I don't know if you guys remember this, but the the in game clock seems way off. Like I swear I would play for an hour and then save my game and it would say that I had played for like twenty minutes or something. Oh, that's I didn't weird. notice that. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never really looked at it. I'd have to go back and check. So I don't. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. That was just another kind of. Oh, oh and also, you don't want to hear that music again. <laughs> uh, the one other thing that I thought was hilarious is that you have two stats. <laughs> besides, besides your health and MP, you have two stats, which are defense and agility. That's it. <laughs> like, yep. That's all you need. No damage stats. No you need magic power. Power. I mean, I guess you kind of do if you if you count the number of crystals that you found. The number. Yeah, that's your damage basically. That's pretty much your damage, I guess. What, what spec did you guys go? Uh, water and earth. Robert? I, I went fire. I went all in on fire until, like Josh was saying, until I later learned that water gives you a healing spell, which is pretty crucial. Uh, that was like two or that was like two hours in probably. So then I went back to water until I got the healing spell. And then I went back to fire again. I did wind in my first playthrough and earth in my second playthrough. Wind was, it was pretty fun. Earth was definitely better though. Earth. Yeah. Earth. Earth is, um, so in the, uh, one of the things that I like to do, especially with these, because I started playing it and because I was like, I don't understand anything about this is I first looked up some things about like, what are these tracks mean and like what's the point of leveling these parts up and so everywhere if you look online it's like go into water and rock because it's the most op and if you look at any like speed run that's exactly it because it's like enough to get you to healing and then rocks because you get this one spell where it just rains meteors and people just use that over and over again oh really okay that's Mm. that's good to know for when i Return. Yeah, I know when you when you <laughs> when you go back and try to complete this full game, I, I definitely I definitely know it. Um, 
Fun fact, you should watch the the way to glitch speed run this because it's super weird. Oh, really? How they get yeah, there's like this way where at the start they and they like know the RNG that's gonna happen in this game to a point where they know the specific characters, like the enemies that will show up, and they have like this whole route that they do where they go past like five or so different uh fights and they get into this one corner area of a map just circle around a bunch and then purposely die while having like the menu open and (laughs) then there's like this like six seconds that you have where the game registers you as dead but is confused that you're still looking in a menu (laughs) and so you can like basically button mash and it thinks you're leveling up and so you can (laughs) just get like 20 plus levels right away by just slamming the the c stick over and over again (laughs) it is the weirdest thing i love glitches dude that's my favorite part about watching speedruns is just seeing the shit that like it's so weird because like how did anyone come up with that like so strange yeah um one other thing i just pulled up a speedrun so that i could try to uh see if i can see this happen while we're doing the rest of while we're finishing up the podcast but it reminded me of one other thing, which is the camera is one of the oh, worst cameras yeah. ever so in a bad, video dude. game. I it's forgot so about that, bad. actually. I didn't realize at first, for a while, that you can, if you hold B, it'll swing, it'll kind of slowly swing the camera around behind you. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I knew that either. Okay, so. that's pretty crucial because, like, anytime yeah. you walk out of a door, it's got the camera facing you in the door you came out of and you, yeah. you can't see anything in regards yeah, to just, like, where can I go? You just have to like run in circles. You just you, run. Until you until you That's all I ever did. <laughs> it's, and again, like if you hold B, yes, it definitely does help a lot, but it, it, it never tells you that. And if you just tap B, nothing happens. So there's no reason, there's no way for you to really find that out. So you're just running around blind, like, because you just can't see what's right in front of you whenever you go through, whenever you come out a door. Oh, please. This game gives you everything you need. It tells you every single thing. The game starts with the story. It gives you a huge plot dump, and it's really well done and gets you going. Don't, don't try to act like they don't set you up for success here. <laughs> and then it trains you by making you run down three flights of stairs. Three flights of stairs for no fucking reason through an entire village where there's no interactions whatsoever, and then you leave. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty normal. Oh, my gosh. Top notch. Top notch. I love and, that. And didn't you say before it's only like six hours long or something, Robert? I think it was like ten. What? That's it's, it's obscene. Like what? I was gonna try to finish it since it's so short, but like, I was just nah. like, this is just the same thing over and over. Way and over. too many random fights, <laughs> random encounters. Way too many random encounters. Yeah, I mean that's like think of <laughs> think of how small this game is. If it's only that amount of time <laughs> and how much of this game is literally just you getting frustrated trying to get to where you need to go. Oh my gosh. Because yeah, yeah. Like, cause you don't get too far on one, like outing from an inn, you know, like, mm-hmm. especially if it's your first time in this general area and the monsters are a little, are a little uh, stronger. <laughs> like you can get to the other side of like a path. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got to turn around. You got to either turn around and heal up or just wait till you get killed and, and heal up. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good loop. <laughs> yeah. Well, so there's Quest sixty four. That was uh that was fun. I guess it was fun to to see what it what it was like. Um, again, I will say it wasn't as bad as I have been led to believe. It just is it it just is so so basic. <laughs> um, 
Jay, do you have any thoughts for game of the quarter for our final 2022 game of the quarter? I don't, but what I want to do, Uh Oh, mm. Josh, Whoa. do you want to give us some suggestions for what we should do for game of the quarter? And keep in mind, your suggestions are suggestions. Not necessarily going to pick exactly what you give us, unless it's something that sounds fun. Uh, oof. What is something um, that Robert and I should play that we maybe not have played so far? Uh, for some reason, the first thing that came to my mind was uh, Ape Escape. <laughs> what? I'm actually open to it. I've actually heard they're pretty good games. Why is yeah, that? Are fun. you like a big Ape Escape fan? Why no, it- <laughs> I've I've like never even played them either. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the first thing when I was like, I had panicked because I was like, oh, a classic game. And that came to mind. I've actually heard these games are pretty decent. It's like a platformer, correct? Like a collectible like, platformer? Kind of, yeah. You're basically, I mean, you're basically just hunting a bunch of uh, apes that escape and you're trying to catch them. So it's it's kind of like a platformy. the name of the game. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like a platformy slash puzzle game to find out, you know, how you have to like capture them but i have heard good things as well um but it was just the first thing that came to mind there's no real right or wrong reason as to uh, doing that specific game i don't know G- maybe give me a, a minute or so to kind of get yeah, my we head straight dropped one on you. right there uh robert is there i know obviously this is my my time to choose but is there anything that you feel would be a, a good thing for us to play for the porter mm. We could play the Ape Escape uh, side, uh, like mini game on Metal Gear Solid Three. We could go. not do that. I, I have a really. <laughs> I think it might be better for us to just never even consider that. I don't know. <laughs> um, what's your What's your um your range again for classic games? Two thousand five and older. Yeah, up through two thousand five. Yeah, two thousand and five. Okay. Um. Let's see. What was okay? So Quest sixty four is a is a weird one, right? What's the yeah. general genre that both you uh, you guys end up playing? Like, is there a theme, or is it like all over the place? It's pretty much all, all over. over I'd say a lot of I would say a lot of RPG. We play a lot of RPGs. I feel like though lately okay. we have been, yeah. Um, I mean, we could do think... tactics if you want. Final <laughs> Fantasy tactics. Yeah. Oh, dirty, dirty! It's been a while since I played. But that's also I, kind of that's a, one of those games I have to play every so or, often. Or okay. we could play uh the good old fashioned Commander Keen games. We could Commander do those. Those, those like would be good in the sense that it doesn't take a lot of investment. Like it's not like a thirty hour game or something. Yeah. We could do Commander Keen. What style of game is this? It's, it's like um, a two D action like very yeah, old. It's a yeah, very old 2D side scroller uh, game in the name of like those older PC games where you would you would run from one side to the other. You would get key cards to go through different doors, and uh, the whole point is that you are this, uh, I guess, kid known as yeah, Commander Keen. Yeah, another another Brian. Um, no, it's not. Who is? No, it's. Oh, okay. No, his name no, is no, Commander no, no, Keen. No, no, no. His name okay. is Commander Keen. Commander Brian but Keen. <laughs> Commander <laughs> Brian Keen. That's the name. He lands on this planet, and it's him like just uh, discovering these aliens and trying to get off the planet because his like ship is broke down. It's a pretty hey, good Robert, one. Should we play tactics? Should we play Commander Keen? I've never play played Commander Keen. I would be up for that. Um, okay, I'm 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 pulling up a list. Whenever like I 
notice or think of or hear about a game and I'm like, oh yeah, I should play that soon. I mark it down on a list. So I'm just going to run through it real fast and I'm, I'm not even going to read all of them. I'm just going to kind of pick some out. Um, Free Space 2, Wing Commander Privateer. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Carmageddon. Uh, no, no, man. We could do Dead Space. Um, is Dead Space not old? Good question. I'm not sure. The um, original Dead Space. Yeah, it might not be old enough. Um, I believe Cadillacs look. and Dinosaurs. I haven't even heard of that. Uh, Chibi Robo. Is supposed to be oh, pretty interesting. I love Chibi Robo, the the original GameCube one. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it so was, it's pretty good. I don't it, know much about it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is a game where it's it's very like slow paced, and it is more puzzle than anything. But you're like this tiny robot who uh, a lot of your chores are just you're you're in this household and you've been purchased, and your whole purpose is to clean the house and like take care of the house and do different activities and as you're doing that you get these like chore points which you're then able to upgrade yourself but a lot of it is exploring the house and like interacting with different areas and unlocking parts to explore different part uh like different parts of the house but it's not just you being a little robot and it's just a house it's like all of the different things in that world, very like Toy Story-esque, will move around. So you have like these little army men very that are cool. going around and having like a, a battle like in one of the rooms and you have to like avoid this different battle or there's different parts of like going outside. And the whole point of it is that you're this tiny little robot that constantly has to charge. So you have to like plot out your day and you have to do that management of like, if I go too far exploring, I will die. And then like, there's some kind of negative to it. I don't remember, but I really liked it uh, back when I was, God, when did that come out? I, I must've been a teenager uh, at the time. 2000, I'm going to guess like 2001, 2002. Let me see. Robert, let's play the, oh, 2005. It was a GameCube release in 2005. So that was, was, that was a later one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that'll hit, but I enjoyed it back in the day. Dead Space is also, uh, going back to that original question, Dead Space is from 2008, so it does not uh, fit this this purpose. I would vote for, since since we're getting input on Josh, I would would like to go with either his suggestion of Commander Keen or Chibi-Robo, since he seems to think that that's a solid one. Let's do Chibi-Robo. That sounds really interesting. The way you described it, I'm down for that. That sounds okay. fun. And I, also, I would love to play more GameCube games. I mean, I think that yeah. kind of like has a lot of gems you just don't even know about until other people tell you about it, I swear. Yeah, see, I think you're kind of right. See, I want to see what the reception of Chibi Robo was, because I might just be in the uh, <laughs> the rare... Let me see, Chibi Robo... I forgot sport. where I heard about it the first time. might have been on 8-Bit Music Theory. Chibi Robo... Yes. Um, it depends on where you go. Metacritic, it's a seventy-five. So that's, don't. That's not bad. I mean, yeah, don't expect the, for an 05. Right, right. Don't expect uh, an amazing masterpiece. I'll but you. I did enjoy it. Yeah, I'm definitely done. It sounds fun. That's a different kind of game, and I, I like the overall concept. I mean, like that's that's what I like about some older games too, where it's just a kind of a simple concept. You know what the function of it is, and you just kind of work your way through. It. Like that is totally fine by me, especially for older games. Yeah. Maybe we should get Josh to come back on this one, on that one. Ooh, <laughs> maybe. commitment, and and talk about Chibi Robo. Yeah, maybe I'll come back and I'll hate it. 
That'd be too funny. We love it and you hate it. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Chibi Robo uh, is evidently Japanese for mini Robo. Okay. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah he is, he is tiny. That sticks. Okay. It's cool. Then our next game of the quarter is Chibi Robo. We'll be going over that. We'll be talking about that sometime, sometime in December. Thank you for the suggestion, Josh. That was easy. Yeah, thanks. Of course. It was I was very on the spot and panicked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were really you, you do great when you panic. First throw eight of this game, which I was here for. And <laughs> uh, so Yeah, it's uh I don't I don't know where Ape Escape came from. I haven't <laughs> thought about that game in a long time. <laughs> All right. Uh looks like let me double check. I think we have one email. Can I can I, I'm gonna do a really risky thing here and go out on a limb and guess who it's from. Uh, you're 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 wrong this time actually oh okay this is from um he signs it your friendly neighborhood mailman it's not another one of our friends who i don't know if he wants us to say but jay you know there we have another yeah person who writes in uh who is a mailman this is not him this is another this is a mailman number two. Ooh. um so from your friendly neighborhood mailman he says fuck you hey guys my name is john <laughs> I just go start. the strong, reason strong he start. the reason he wrote that by the way I don't know if you remember but back when we first started the podcast and we were like begging for emails I used to say like or at least a couple times I said like even if you just want to write an email that says fuck you just do it so we have something so I think that's what he's going for he says hey guys I respect Sorry. <laughs> yeah take energy oh and by the way evidently his name's John because that's how he starts off his email uh hey guys my name is John I discovered your podcast this March. And it's been a lifesaver for me at work as I'm fairly new to listening to podcasts. This email is actually a month or so early, which I will explain shortly. I wanted to start my email out with simply thanking you guys for all you have done this summer and into the winter as I spend seven to eight hours a day walking 15 miles. Okay. Oh, walking 15 miles and carrying mail in the wonderful Ohio weather. I spend so much of my time at work alone and the personality of you two and how it meshes makes it sound like, makes it sound like I am in a group chat with a couple of friends all day. Well, wow, thanks. Thanks a lot, John. That's very kind. Uh, I chew through two or three episodes a day. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Jesus. Wow. That's a good, uh, that's a good chunk there. It is. Uh, depending on how long they run. Uh, and I ran into a problem. Due to my not paying attention when I may, when I make my playlists for the day, I blindly scroll down a few episodes and add a few random ones to the playlist, resulting in me having absolutely no idea what I am in store for. It's like watching Nickelodeon on Marathon Day, but not reading the guide to see which episodes are coming. I like that reference. Uh, this has resulted in roughly 30-ish episodes mostly between episode one and a hundred that were left to be listened to the rest of course being archived. However, the other day when I went to make my playlist, uh, I use pocket casts. I only had two episodes available to me. The rest were missing, not archived, just simply not there. Okay. So yes, John, this is the, hopefully the thing that I said at the beginning of this episode clears that up. And I I believe you should be able to find the rest of them now. See, we got to we got to see it in action. The fans giving you a flack for this. I know it, it was a it was a setting on the platform. It said episodes to show one hundred. You know what I did? I went in there and I wrote nine ninety nine. Proud of you. Thank you. Um, fast forward to this morning and oh, okay, here we go. Fast forward to this morning and everything is back. 
However, it is all archived, so I have no idea what I have not listened to. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Time to start from the beginning. Time to start over. I'm glad you like it because you're going to start over. My plan was to get completely caught up and then email. However, now a new plan is in place. Uh, I will be starting over. There we go. I will be starting over (laughs) and listening to everything in order so I don't get lost. Everything you guys have done is worth listening to more than once anyway, so screw it. This also serves another purpose. My first playthrough was so haphazard and unorganized that I was never able to take notes on things I found interesting uh, to look into later. This is important to me because I was born in 92. By the time I was really of gaming age, we were well into the PS1, PS2 era. So while I did game during the SNES days and after, my experiences were very narrow due to my young age. Uh, I only owned a Super Nintendo, PS1, then PS2, then Xbox 360. I've decided that upon obtaining an Odin Pro, I am a, uh, in parentheses, I'm an, I am a heavy emulation user, much like Jay, uh, and a copy of 1001 Games You Must Play Before You Die. I'm going oh, to wow. I'm going to start on my too big to even write down backlog of classic games that I missed out on growing up. I'll be starting on everything I missed on Super Nintendo and PS2 specifically since those speak to my childhood the most. If you each have a suggestion for me to play first besides Monkey Island and Tactics. <laughs> oh, come on. That would be awesome. What kind of bullshit is that? You can't put parameters around it like that. No, sorry, sorry. What was the what was the parameters of it? He wants to. Uh, besides Monkey Island and Tactics, uh, he's going back to find the games that he missed on su- first on Super Nintendo and PS2. Mm, there's probably a good ape, ape escape in there somewhere. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. So, what would be uh, so a good PS2 or Super Nintendo game, Robert? What are what are some really strong? I mean, Super I'm obviously going to say all of the Metal Gear Solid games that were on PS2, which is which was two and three. Um, I'm I'm not having anything pop into. Okay, so like Super Nintendo, of course you got, of course you got uh, Super Metroid, Mario Super Mario World, sure, Link Chrono Trigger, past. Link to the Past. Yeah. Those Super Castlevania. Yeah. Uh, I know you don't agree with me, <laughs> but Super Mario RPG is one of... Oh, I like um, Super Mario RPG. Well, one of us here doesn't agree <laughs> with yeah. me. Super so, it sounds like fun. by consensus, that's one that you could try out, sure. It, it's, yeah. it's a, I mean, we gave, we gave a pretty good spread. I mean, that's, that's a really good way to start. And those are probably yeah. like some of the best games for Super Nintendo. That is a great starting point. Yeah. Oh, if you haven't played... Also, you've, Oh, if, if you haven't played any of the Street Fighter games, you absolutely have to play oh, yeah. Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Turbo. Turbo, Turbo. Yeah, so yeah, yeah 2 Turbo. Like any one. versions of 2, but especially like, you know, the, the, the later versions. Whatever, yeah. yeah, 2. Turbo was the second uh, one. You got Earthbound. Ooh. Yep, Earthbound. Accurate was pretty fun. It's a little hard to get into, but... I would I would hold off on that one if we're saying start off with this and that. I don't know if yeah, I guess that's true. That might be a little bit further down, but it's definitely one worth checking out. Yeah, we're definitely if you worth like it. You will, you will love it. Yeah, Mega Man X. Those yeah. Oh yeah, Mega great. Man X. Um, what about PS2? Besides Metal Gear Solid two and three, what um, else? You probably see times a great one for PS2. I mean, Metal Black Crash. Was pretty fun. What did you say, George? The, the Crash games. Oh yeah, I love oh, Crash Bandicoot. Did they have like a re-release for PS2? 
they had um well they had the the second one i think it was the revenge of cortex or something like that let me see crash cortex strikes back i think that was ps unless they did like a re-release thing which oh, they probably did the grand theft auto games unless uh, oh yeah if you have oh, particularly those- if you haven't played any of the newer ones yeah, yeah, Three is yeah. kind of clanky, clunky. It's still yeah. a good game, but it's kind of hard. I'll be honest with you. I kind of enjoy playing the first and second one a little bit more than three now, just because like how clunky the see controls that. are in three. It the fucking oh my god, the reticle, the aiming in three makes me go. Crazy. I mean, three was a damn revolution in video games. Oh, without but, question. But yes, without I agree question. with you. Going back, yeah, it's got some. It does have some issues. Um, there is, of course, Final Fantasy X. Yep. There's uh, God of War, Silent Hill 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God of War. God of War, for sure. Uh, if you like weird-ass games, play Katamari Damacy. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Katamari's a fun one. My wife and I played that together a few times. Um, let's see, what else? Honestly, the Madden games list. on PS2 were pretty solid. <laughs> NFL Blitz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, it, was there a PS2 version of that? Wasn't there? Oh, I guess Maybe, it was for PS1, wasn't it? That. That's what that was what I had, but they may have had it on. They may have had another one. Mm. I'm a sucker for platformers. Jack and Daxter was okay. Great. My brother, my little brother, loves those games. Yeah, so hopefully that, that gives you some uh, some potential starting points, John. Um, let's back to his email. He says, uh, "This bring okay. This brings me to my question to you guys: What is your comfort zone, if you will, when it comes to classic games? Be it a range of years that you always go to, or even a specific console, or even uh, grouping Ooh. PC games by operating system? What is that first thing you look at when you think I want to play something old? Uh, okay, he's got a second one, but let's do this one first. So, comfort zone." Just like a genre, or not necessarily genre, but like he said, like a range of games, whether it's platform or whatever. Like, for me, I'd have to say maybe Super Nintendo, but also DOS games. Mm. Uh, for me, it's like RPGs, uh, PS1, Super Nintendo are like my my two go-tos. It used to be regular Nintendo, but I've been getting more and more into Super Nintendo as time's gone on with the podcast. Because, you know, the catalog for regular Nintendo is great. But at a certain point, I'm like kind of scraping a little bit for yeah. looking for specific games. So, yeah, yeah, I don't. Hmm. That's that's a tough one for me. I I think I'm definitely at least when it comes to older games, like from a preference of what I used to play, I was very much a Nintendo kid. Like those are the systems I grew up with. So I really loved like the the Super Nintendo, the N64, like games of that era. Mm-hmm. Um, but like thinking about it now. I loved the N64, but there's not a lot of good, like, yeah, that's good for there's good games on the N64, but they just don't, they don't stand the test of time. Like, it's not a deep catalog. Right. And that, yeah. that is an, another good point. Um, I would say I lean when it comes to like older games, probably more closer now. Like what I enjoy is more of like the old school ARPG type games. So like you're, um, you're, uh, just very, very like much like Dale? what was it? What's an ARPG? Sorry, my brain's skipping a beat. It's um, I always forget what the A stands for, but it's basically like the uh, older school. God, I'm trying to think of what? the the game that I love from it. Like it was what was it again? Works of Magic. Fuck ARPG. Yeah, talking about ARPGs. Is that like the D and D's? Yeah. Oh, okay. ARPGs. Yeah, I've heard that. Robert. Wait, you're talking about CRPGs. 
CRPGs. Thank you. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm an I'm an idiot. Sorry, <laughs> using the wrong term. Um, yeah. So like the older school games. God, what is the one that I love? It's like Steamworks. Oh, you're thinking of uh, Arcanum. 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 I loved Arcanum. Magic and back Steamworks Obscure or something like that. Yeah. Does it hold yes. up well? What it is. Does it hold uh, up well? The games you guys are talking about. It. I think it does. Um, you cannot play it unless you uh use certain mods, just because like a big thing about older games is they just do not uh they're not optimized to run on computers nowadays. Um, but I think it still holds up well. If you get the GOG it, version, it, it it works. Like they may, I think they might have okay. some of those built in or something like that. But it, but I played the GOG one uh, like seven or eight years ago, and it it works fine. Yeah. So I, I really like those type of games where it's like the the very classic, like you have a party of people, you're pointing and clicking, you're there's like a lot of like story based and lore based and options that you're going through. Uh it's kind of similar to like how I would think of Fallout One and Two. Okay. Um, even though for me those were were tougher to get into. And I think I think that is the problem with a lot of those older games, is like they were just it was when people were still figuring out like what usability was in a lot <laughs> yep. of cases. Um, so I, I like, I love that area or that type of game, but it's like, it's hard to find good ones in a lot of cases. I'm yeah. assuming you play Divinity at this point. I fuck, dude, Divinity okay. is so good. And it's a beautiful game. My God, it, I, I, I play, it was so funny. My wife played through it and she like sweat so much into it and played for like hundreds of hours, played through it. And then, I my roommate my roommate's really big at RPGs. He loves air or CRPGs. CRPGs. Yeah, sorry, it. that's my button. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so uh, they were both watching me play it, and and for a while they're like, "Yeah, this game's so great." And then like I'm like 50, 60 hours in or something. Like, man, this makes me want to play it again. Blah blah blah. blah. Yep, they're both they're both playing it again. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I loved. I played through that uh, by myself, and then a buddy of mine. I forget what happened and like why he he like picked it up, but we we. St- just blew through it together and it's such a fun experience playing it with another person because we did it really yeah dude so there's there's obvious limitations because this game was made for one person yeah like the the you lose out on a good amount of stuff and you kind of have to have like it it helps to have one person who's interested in the story and one person who's just like let's do fights because then (laughs) you can kind of do all the talking and go through it and do whatever you want while the other person's just like exploring or, or whatnot but the the fun part about it for me is that we did lone wolf mode, which means oh. we only had one person for each of us to control. And so you're just stronger versions of that one person that you have. And so he was more of like a tank kind of bruiser. And I was this mage who just stood in the back and threw out all of the spells possible. But it was just such a fun experience and we kept going through it. And, you know, like it's it's my second time playing, so I didn't care as much, but I, I was just going through whatever we want to do. And one of the my favorite things that this buddy and I love to do in these type of games is we just go, we'll like start it off and then all of a sudden we'll end up be in a situation where we're like, should we just kill them? And we'll instantly go, all right, genocide mode. And like our whole purpose <laughs> is just to murder everyone in the town some throughout <laughs> the entirety of it. And I, it's just... Obviously, it sounds psychotic from a normal person's perspective, but I love doing genocide run with uh, with my buddy and going through and just becoming the most powerful uh, wizard or this tank that we possibly can. Yep, it was great. The divine, yeah, the, the, and that game in particular. There's a lot of towns that need uh, 
need some good wiping. So that's, uh, I think that's Oh man, if accessible. you're talking about like hearing the same thing over and over again, yep. if I have to listen to that one lady talk about, uh, smells like rotten eggs and vinegar. Yes. Oh, but it's, <laughs> it's like, come on. Do you know, man. that's on YouTube. Do you know? Do you, oh my gosh. I, it's so funny. I, I, I would be sitting there cause that was the vendor I used every time I was there. Robert just kind of set the pace for this. There's this, uh, one of the zones you go to, it's probably like 25 hours. It's really long. And so every time you need a vendor and go to town and buy stuff and do all the stuff, you go to this one vendor because it's like this whole area of like four or five different vendors. And there's this one dwarf walking around and uh, she just says the same lines over and over and over <laughs> in cycle. And one of them is like, it smells worse over here than a, a vat of eggs dropped yeah, in vat vinegar of or eggs. something. Yeah. And, and, and you hear it like every time you vendor, you probably hear it like three or four times. And so I was playing it out on the TV in the living room. And so my roommate and, and or my roommates and Lisa kept quoting that over and over and over. And then the other one where he's like, if 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 you don't, then who will? Like we just, it was <laughs> yeah. a meme like two weeks oh before we just out each other. I forgot yeah, about that. Smells like a dozen rotten eggs dropped in a vat of vinegar. That's right. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that game is, is ridiculously good though. It's so also. good. But yeah, that one part we like. Killed me. It's kill her. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Genocide run. Yep. So the way to do it. So CRPGs, Jay, you were pretty much uh, a little bit more. Sorry, what was yours? More like PS one and two. Mine was like uh, PS two. Probably like I, I mean, obviously, I go to RPGs first. Uh, uh, PS two. Oh, RPGs I, is what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, PS one and uh, SNES is where I usually end up right now. But I kind of bounce it. Like I usually get obsessed with one system for a while, and I'll just like play, play a bunch of games. So, SNES is great. Think, SNES is great. Thinking back to my answer a little Big bit count. more, I think I would give DOS the edge over Super Nintendo because I just played so many DOS games growing up that even even if I see a DOS game that I've never played, just like the the DOS look and feel of it makes me nostalgic alone. Uh, so like anything like. Any, like it don't even really matter the style whether it's a first person shooter or like a dungeon crawler or a point and click adventure game like I just I just love the look of all those uh, those old DOS games let's see okay one more he says he has a second rapid fire question relating to his current situation what is something that's happened to you that immediately pissed you off or sucked really bad but upon thinking about it opened another door or turned out to be a good thing um say, say that one more time Robert. okay Sorry. what is something that's happened to you that immediately pissed you off or sucked really bad but upon thinking about it opened another door or turned out to be a good thing like a blessing Ow. in disguise type situation i think he's what he's asking about i i feel like i think there are Oof. in the past for me there have been like a couple times where like professionally where I where there was maybe a job that I really wanted that I didn't get. And then what I ended up doing, I, I I'm more happy that I ended up doing what I did rather than the original like job that I was going for. Like that's happened yeah. to me a few times. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, especially early on, you know, like right out of college, there were, there were a few times when that happened. Um, Like, like one of them in particular oh, was, was a magazine company here that I really wanted to work for. And they ended up going out of business like a year later. So Ooh, like that was, that was <laughs> good. Yeah, I sort of did. Um, yeah. Uh, mine's pretty like, it's very personal um, and kind of a downer, uh, but it turned out into a great thing. So when I was uh, younger, about 
10 or 11 years ago. Uh, I was in, I was in this like, um, remote relationship, uh, long distance relationship with a person who I had been with previously before going long distance. Uh, and I thought that they were the one and I found out that they had been cheating on me for uh. quite a bit. And it was like, you know, those moments where I, you know, if it hasn't happened to you, probably not, but like, it was one of those moments where you feel kind of like impervious to it. You hear about it and you're yeah. like, yeah, but they'd never cheat. Like I'd never get cheated on or, you know, like stuff uh. like that. And then when it does to you, it like rocks your whole world and your whole perspective on things. And it kind of just turned me into this very negative and pessimistic person that was like oh, down really? on the world and down on my luck. Um, and the reason why I say that turned out to be a good thing is because one, I mean, clearly it was a terrible person. I shouldn't have been with them, but two, uh, the person who really helps me out of my funk is now my current wife. I so it's like say, all yeah. works out. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That that's, that's like the exact, that's like the quintessential example. I think of what he's <laughs> like this, situation that he's asking about yeah yeah because that i mean at the moment you know you're like this is you get so pissed you're like my my whole world is over like everything i thought is totally different um and now i fast forward and i've been with my wife for been married six years been with her for 10 years and it's like i can't imagine myself with anyone else nice congratulations that's really good to hear thank you I think I know what Jay's going to say. Uh, I Tell me, because I actually don't know what to say. I, <laughs> I, des- Besides meeting you, Robert, yeah. I destroyed you when we played Command and Conquer Red Alert against each other. And it gave you the desire to become a better, to become better at games, and you did. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't think that's it. I, I could be wrong here. <laughs> oh, that's not, but it I, wasn't just... a turning point in your life. <laughs> No, I, I don't think so. Um, I don't know. That feels yeah, like it's it. <laughs> I, I think the only the only thing I had with that was when when I was commentating StarCraft II, I got offered a job in San Francisco, making more money than I'd ever had been made before, and I hesitated because I didn't want to relocate to San Francisco, not making enough money to survive in San Francisco. Yeah. And then not two months later, they got bought by Blizzard, and Blizzard squished them. So I oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. That was, uh, I was very happy with, I, I was like stressing and I had a lot of anxiety because I'm like, fuck, like this could be my big opportunity and you know, everything, everybody was telling me I should do it and blah, 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 blah. And then, yeah. That's so, tough. Dang. It was tough. Well, you made, and you was, made the right choice. I definitely did. I, I definitely don't regret not doing it because it, it would have been really hard. And, and the big thing for me is I, I needed insurance at the time. So mm. the job that I would have gotten, it would have paid a lot more, but I wouldn't have insurance. So I would have been in San Francisco, which is obviously the most, one of the most expensive cities in America with no insurance and then without a job. So I would have been absolutely fucked. So that would have been a tough situation. Really tough. I probably would have moved back home to be honest. That's probably what would end up happening. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, uh, I can't imagine uh, what you would do that kind of like something similar happened to me. It wasn't like a company was squashed, but I, um, when I got out of college, my uh, now wife, current girlfriend at the time, got accepted into this uh, college Disney program. And so we had to move to go there. And so I was like really nervous because I was just finishing my master's degree and like uh, basically in this state of like, okay, I need to find a job. Like I have to, and not only do I have to find a job, I have to now find a job in a totally different area than I know because I want to go with her. Um, And so I found, I found this place and it was like too good to be true. It was in the field that I, you know, I was studying 
uh, and it was doing this subcontracted job, which I didn't realize at the time was subcontracted, but it was a subcontracted oh, job to work with uh, the Navy. And it was like doing doing stuff for them and, and for, for uh, building out content for uh, people learning that were on these ships. Super cool uh, concept. I actually hated the work, which was like, was kind of one of those like blessing in disguises of like, thank goodness it went south because <laughs> I was super unhappy there. But uh, within the first month of uprooting my life and going to like a different place, and granted it wasn't that far, it was like just, you know, like two hours north of where I lived, but like that's still a good distance. 100%. That's a good Right. Yeah, so uprooting my life uh, within a month. The uh, apparently the people who were with that contract before I got hired did such a crappy job that the Navy was like, yeah, we're good. You're done. <laughs> and so I came on and they were like, you're doing great one day. And then the next day, <laughs> the next day they were like, oh, but by the way, everyone's terminated. Damn. Yeah, Oof. it was it was like, what a weird time. It was uh, it was pretty bad. That sucks. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> That that reminds me. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sure this is fairly common, but like when when Telltale Studios shut down a few years back, um, there were all these like stories of like where that pretty much exact situation. Well, I guess not exact, but very similar situation happened where it's like person had just gotten hired, and then they get there, and then like <laughs> they move to San Francisco. And then the next day they find out that the studio is shutting down. Like, yeah, it's crazy shit like that. So rough, man. That's what that happened to in the last, last decade. And it's just, it's always brutal because they would, it, it, what I like about the community that, that I was involved in, though, was really nice because like anytime somebody would lose their job, like if like, you know, a game wasn't doing well and you know, whatever it was, they close their doors or whatever it was, they post on Twitter and they'd be like, you know, like, Hey, shit happened. Like, here's what's going on instantly they would get like the most support from the bottom to the top end of the industry like people trying to like help them find jobs and like you know if you ever need a recommendation like you know whatever it is it it was it was very cool because there was obviously a lot of support there and i was really appreciated that because especially for you know being as young as a lot of people were who were doing it they don't know the world they don't know how to like navigate it successfully so to have that like level of support especially people you know ranging in uh, 10 10 years older Mm -hmm. it was really refreshing to see to say the least right so all right, um, Josh or John finishes up. Wish me luck on my classic gaming podcast, New Game Plus playthrough. And you gentlemen have a wonderful rest of the day. Until next time, your friendly neighborhood mailman. P.S. Sorry for the long email. And he, he put a little, a little smiley face for us. And then P.P.S. Kingdom Hearts, Honey Pop, and Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dear Christ. Yeah, he's definitely I definitely our catalog. Sh- I am sure I looked like an idiot to the people driving by on the street. <laughs> nice. I've had that. In, I've had that situation where I was laughing very hard at things. And uh, with me specifically, it was at work. <laughs> I'm just like, I know I just look like the biggest idiot right now. Like it probably looked like I was crying or something. Cause I forgot what podcast it was. I was listening to. This was like years back, but like I was having to like lay my head down and to like keep from bursting out laughing out loud so it probably just looked like i was sobbing at my desk or something that's a great email thanks for writing in that, yeah that thank was, you so that much was, that prompted so much conversation it's crazy that was a good one yeah thank you feel free to write back in uh again whenever you want john um i think that's it 
I don't think we would have to worry. We kind of gone on. I won't do a current gaming subcast unless unless there's anything in particular that you guys really want to talk about that you've been playing that's not old. We good? Uh, okay, thanks. I'm sorry. I I did play. Um, I did finish Return to Monkey Island. Well, I'll, oh I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll save it for next time because that's okay. that's that's going to kind of be like a. I'm just going to put that in the main section since it's you know obviously relevant to retro games. But uh, I did love it. Uh, I'll I'll say that. I'm really happy to hear that much. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah. The only thing that I can think of that I've played recently uh, that I really loved was actually uh, Deathloop. Oh, that's oh you said something about that when I was, when I was yeah. about it coming on. Yeah. So okay, I actually didn't really care for Deathloop that much. Um, really? Yeah. But tell tell me about it. Tell me why it's so so. Okay. Um, Deathloop was made by Arcane, um, larger part of like the Bethesda suite, but um, because of originally it came out like a couple months ago, maybe last year. I I don't know. Time is a weird thing. Um. It came out, but it was exclusive to the PS5. It has now recently uh, become available for Xbox, which I have, uh, and I technically could have played it on place or excuse me, my computer because you could have bought it. But it also comes with a uh, Game Pass, so why not? It's free for you me. You and the Game Pass, man. I know, Get dude. I'm I'm literally a walking billboard when it comes to this because it's I just it's, really like it too, so. it's too good, man. It's yeah. too good. I cannot like the. It's very rare now that I'm like, if I see a game and I'm like, oh man, I really have to have that. There's a lot of times where I do that consideration of like, well, maybe I'll come to Game Pass in a little bit. Like maybe I can hold out, you know, like it's... Yep. we need to talk more. I think you and I, are, I know we're very close in age based on when you said you're born too. So uh, I completely agree with you. I, I struggle immensely with that exact situation. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that being said, uh, I generally don't like their games like they they were originally created like dishonored um and prey and i did enjoy prey because it had like a really cool theme to it but like i'm not the type of person that that's that big into like stealth games and being really meticulous about how i walk into a room and figure out how you know i'm going to take out these people or whatever but Deathloop just had such an interesting story for me that Every time, and they do it in a really good way of they give you this perceived level of like, you can do whatever you want, but it's kind of scripted in a lot of ways of of a pathing so you don't get too. So backtrack for me, one of the big things is like, if you give me an MMO or something that has like a large, like you could do anything. I'm the type of person that's like, that's cool, but I'm going to drop off because I need some sense of like structure in what I'm doing, because if the the whole point, like a No Man's Sky, right? No Man's Sky sounds like a great game, but I wouldn't be able to do it because I'd be like, okay, what's my objective? And they're like, exist and do cool stuff. And I'm like, nope, that's not enough direction for me. <laughs> like, you lost me. I'll stay for a little bit, but I won't be able to stay. Deathloop does it in a way where you can go to four different places and there are four different times of the day that you can go to them and you can mix and match, you know, which order you go into the certain places. You can go to the same place throughout the entire day based on things that you do in each day. Certain things will change, uh, based on the other locations you go to. So it's, it does play into like, there was a lot of thought and complexities that went into this, which I really enjoy. But it's just the fact that you are stuck in this time loop of playing out the same day and you're trying to break it and figure out like 
what is going on. And so it's it's really good about constantly giving you like little small clues of audio tapes or finding notes in different places or just exploring the area and understanding the, the character dynamics between everyone to kind of unravel that story for yourself. Um, I just thought it was such a cool story and kept going into it. And the gameplay does get better where like it is you can play in your own uh, way where you're not maybe stealth, but I feel like in a lot of cases, like the game really pushes you to do it. But as you play more uh, of the levels and keep doing those loops, you get powers that make it easier to like, the fact that I was trying so hard to to play this and be stealthy and then eventually you get an upgrade where you can literally go invisible for a few seconds. I was like, Jesus, if I had just had this from the start, like this would have been a much different game for me to, to go into it. So like, I think that would be one of the things that I would tell people to rush to is try to find the, the, the person that you need to take out to get that upgrade. Because otherwise, that and the, the Nexus upgrade which allows you to put like a target on multiple people. And if you shoot them in the head, it'll affect everyone that you've marked like that. Those two things alone are just so game changing in it to make it easier for you. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man, it, it was just really good in the way of like that slow burn unravel of it. Um, granted, could it have been better if it wasn't a stealth game? I say so. Probably a lot of people don't agree with that, but that's just my preference. Robert loves stealth games, especially ones that involve uh, Metal Gear Solid. That's true. Well, it's got it's got stealth. It's got it could be. Stealth. So what 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 about? And I know we're we're kind of running long here, and and I'm oh, we oh it's not an issue. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say, what was the reason that you didn't uh, kind of stick with it? It's been a little while since I, I think I played it like shortly after it came out. So that was what like a year and a half ago. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe just a year. Anyway. I don't. So all I remember is that I think I agree with most of what you said, particularly with the story. But I just got a little bit tired of the of like the gameplay. Yeah, it yeah. just didn't. It just didn't. Like I thought it was fine, but like I don't. I get bored quickly by a lot of shooters in general, and sure. I mean yeah, that's yeah. what this is at its core. So like for me, there are definitely still shooters that I love, especially if they're like. I don't know. I really don't know what it is. Like there are some even like whether they're mindless and just good at shooting or whether they're more focused on the story that I will get attached to every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really know what it is, but like I'm really just hit or miss on, on shooters in general. I, I think that's really all it came down to. Like this did everything just fine, but I just didn't get too like into it. Um, right. Yeah. I And yeah. like I will agree there's there's elements of it that can become uh there could have been more complexity with it like i think that the upgrades i think that a lot of the different guns that you go through are kind of very same ish and for me it was a lot of doing the same thing in each of those worlds the thing that got me hooked was just that story and wanting to know more of this world gotcha yeah i can see that i can i can i can understand that for sure but yeah definitely pretty good I was just I just went real quick to glance at uh, the the games that I've been playing recently on Steam to see if there's anything that I uh, forgot about, and there is one actually that I'll mention real quick. It's the first and only meme game that I have ever genuinely liked. Oh no, the trombone one, trombone, trombone? champ. <laughs> yeah, it is so funny. Like I like. 
I don't typically like rhythm and music games. I don't typically like like I guess the, the the term that I see I think I think I like meme game better, but like a lot of people call them stream bait games where it's just like, oh I'll just watch a streamer play it and see what kind of goofy funny stuff happens. Like right. uh, like Surgeon Simulator and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. never really got too into those. But I did play this one and I gotta say it is legitimately hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like the re- the and the whole reason that it works is that <clears throat> the trombone is the perfect instrument to like play and make hilarious noises by not hitting the notes exactly right because on most other instruments whether it's a piano or a guitar or just about anything <clears throat> if you're hitting the wrong note that obviously can happen but you're hitting like a distinct note whereas the trombone there are all of the in-between pitches between notes. And so it just sounds hilarious when you got one just a little bit off and it's not even a note. It's like in between. And then maybe you like waver a little bit back and forth trying to hit the right note. So then it's just like, like trying to, where you're trying to hit it just right. The whole, the whole, if you're not familiar with it, the whole premise of the game is you're just like goofy. Oh, and also the character just looks hilarious the way he's dancing around playing the trombone on screen while you're trying to hit the rhythm stuff. All it is is it's the uh like you you pick a song and it's all like royalty-free music that they have. Um like all classic stuff typically like The Entertainer, like fucking God Save the Queen, Stars and Stripes, like uh also Sprack Zarathustra, things like that. Like a lot of classical songs a lot of like anthems and stuff like that um the notes go by and when they hit the left side of the screen you're supposed to move the mouse up or down which by the way down is up and up goes down to line up your little cursor thing with the note and hold it to to blow and let go to stop like for however long the note might be and you're just trying to play the songs as accurately as possible, but it's very difficult to do because like typically it's hard to hit the notes just right because of the speed that they're coming. And it just ends up sounding actually hilarious. Um, awesome. You can't really do it justice without just like pulling up a video <laughs> and, <laughs> and watching it. But they also like there, I really appreciate that. They've also added like a lot of little extra things in the game. Like there are cards that you can, collect and you can get them and sacrifice they're like there's kind of like a semi there's like a hidden little demon that you can summon and if you yeah. sacrifice cards to him then he'll give you like different color trombones that you can unlock and stuff like that oh my god so weird <laughs> it's so weird there's all this there's like even a little bit of lore built in um and then what was the other thing i was gonna say like oh oh there is um uh <laughs> when when each whenever it's loading up a level like a song for you to do it always gives you like a like a interesting trombone fact <laughs> but but all of them are like completely made up what oh, that's great yeah it's like one of them said if you take <laughs> if you take all the trombones on earth and lay them end to end it would circle our solar system four times <laughs> <laughs> and you know there are people out there that are like, whoa, no, like, no way. That's a lot of <laughs> it's, it's, some of them are a little bit more subtle than that, but like there's just a lot of goofy ass stuff. Like all it's it's 
It's so fu- like it's, it's funny because I have not even seen the same one twice, and every single time I load up a new song, I'm like, what 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 dumbass fact is it going to give me this time? That's great. It's really it's good. Fun. Um, like they they did a fantastic job with it. It is fifteen bucks. I I probably wouldn't pay more than fifteen dollars for it, but uh, like I have gotten. It, th- I will say this: I do not ever remember laughing out loud at another video game ever. And this one, I literally was laughing out loud, just alone playing it by myself. It's that, it's that funny. You lost your mind. I did. Oh, oh, when you pick your, um, when you pick like which character you want, like they're all the same. It just like, it's the character. The only difference between the characters is what they look like. It says, uh, pick your tromboner. Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. I like it. So yeah, there's trombone. I, I, I do definitely recommend trombone champ. It is, they like I've never played a game this funny before. <laughs> All right. Okay. I think that's it for this one. Um I get a shower. You Hold gotta get out. a shower? Yep, I'm going to my parents' house in like twenty minutes, so I'm gonna shower and clean off all the classic gaming filth. Oh, okay. Cool. I get it. Yeah. What it's kind of gross sh- in here? What kind of shampoo are you gonna use? Um I have dandruff issues, so it's dandruff specific shampoo. Okay. So, what about soap? Uh, I have this really aggressive soap that works. It works really well, but if you get into your eyes, man, you know the Johnson's No More Tears? This is like the opposite. Is like, you're going to have more tears. It's called yeah, More Tears? All the tears. Yeah, more tears. <laughs> but it works really well. You gonna, are you going to shave or no? no. I, I just, dude, working from home, I am a creature. My hair, I haven't gotten a haircut in like almost a year again. Uh, oh, really? super long. Yeah, and my beard is. I, I like basically just like shave off my beard every like two months, and then I just like let it do its every thing. Every two I'll months. Touch up. Yeah, wow, I just wow. like let it do its thing for a while, and then I'll come back to it and clean it up and whatever. Yeah, I'm my just... beard would be ginormous if I let it. It go gets to... it gets ridiculous. It's uh, it gets pretty great. But Lisa loves it, so I mean, at the end of the day, that's all I care about. There you go. Nice. Right. I wish I could grow a good beard. I really can't. I'm I... sure you could if you let it go for a while. Yeah, I mean, it would it would it wouldn't be a good one. It would exist. This, until you can beat me in StarCraft 2, you have to grow your beard out. <laughs> That's going to be rough. I still, I only shave like once or twice, pretty much twice a week nowadays, just because like you said, like like, like you, most of the time yeah, the I'm at up. home uh, and I don't have to worry about it. But when I do have to like, actually go into work then I will shave uh, but pretty much yeah, that's the too. only reason that I should ever shave anymore yeah I haven't had to go in the office I have to go in on the 19th of this month so I'll probably do some some cleanup well we've got you said you're leaving in 20 we've got 20 minutes to talk about absolutely nothing uh, if you guys just want yeah, to stretch this out a little bit I need to shower my guy I need to shower <laughs> okay alright uh, outro okay game of the quarter is Chibi Robo um, I am King Octavius on Twitter. Follow me. Follow us at Glass uh, Glass Class Games Cast. <laughs> Leave us reviews on iTunes and all that kind of stuff. Josh, if do you want people following you on social media? And if so, how can they do that? Sure, they definitely can. I don't uh, post too much because I'm not very. Uh, I'm more of a lurker than a poster. Um, but if you do want to follow me, I am at the underscore Josh ninety on Twitter. Awesome. Uh, Josh, thank you for coming on again. It's a, it's always yeah, fun. Thank you. thank you for having me. It was a blast. Yeah, we'll do it again sometime. Maybe once again, maybe maybe even for I think even the last time you came on was a game of the quarter day too because I kind of remember saying like, oh yeah, we're doing this, but you don't have to play it if you want. I um, think it was I think it was supposed to be, but then it got pushed back. Oh, uh, okay, maybe that's what it was. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe if and if you want to play Chibi Robo, definitely 
Come on. Yeah, I have to go check and see if I still have it because it, it might be in my uh, my cabinet of games. Gotcha. Um, send us email, mail at classicgamingpodcast.com and tell all of your friends to listen to us. And I think that's going to be it. Um, we'll be back in three weeks. Thanks for listening, everybody. Even if Bye, it's y'all. Third or fourth time. <laughs>